What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams. This is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Tuesday's Afternoons or Tuesday Slow Tuesdays. Get it in when you get it in. I don't care what's going on here. Shout out to the Nasty Boys. This is your day. This is your day. It is Slow Tuesday. The Nasty Boys do their biggest damage on Slow Tuesdays. All right? The Nasty Boys don't have a day, but they really do their damage on Slow Tuesdays. You know what I mean? They bring in them big old monsters. All right? You know what I'm saying? They bring in the monsters on Slow Tuesday, man. The ones that come in, they coming in like this, wobbling. They come in wobbling on Slow Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? If you got stairs in your house, boy, you in trouble in the building, man. Them girls got to go... <sighs> Huffing and puffing up the stairs and all that. Shout out to you guys, man, the nasty boys. I know you guys, man. I know you guys anyway. Uh, today, we got a great topic, man. We're going to talk about the Drew Mary Barrymore meltdown. She's melting down about the dating marketplace and the dating prospects for herself. Once, twice divorced. She's a single mother. All right. She's a single mother. She's focusing on her career. So I could focus on my career. Uh, and th this is an instant tragic breakdown that recognizes many of the things that we talk about via the wall. So if you are from the community, you're going to get a break today. You're going to get a break today. You're like, oh, thank the Lord. Coach ain't going in on us. But don't get me started. Don't get me started. You know, I can go on on y'all. Y'all easy targets. Y'all too easy. The community's are easy targets. Sometimes it's like, you know. It's too easy. Today, we're going on in the suburbs. We're going to talk about the WW. We talk about WWs. And guys, I want to let you know, man, when it comes to WWs, I just want to say this real quick, uh, not to brag, not to boast, or not to, you know, put something out there. When it comes to WWs, I'm like a professor in this particular category. I've lived in the suburbs for many, many, many years. I've taught on college campuses. I have seen the WW in operation. I mean, I have known experiences with many WWs. It's just how it is. You know what I mean? I just not, it's not something that I'm proud of. It's not something that I'm, I'm trying to put myself above. But when, when, when it comes to the WW, I have a professor's degree. I have taught many classes. <laughs> I have taught many classes in relation to the WW. So I know how the WW works. All right. I, I'm not a proponent of the snow bunny or the mud shark. WW, I, I definitely do cast them, throw them back into the sea. But when it comes to the when it comes to the uh WW, the suburban WW, I got it down packed. I got it down packed. I know how they operate, I know how they function. So I'm gonna break down the WW sisters. Sister, I know they late to the show. Sisters, they ain't even they ain't even got their wig on. Oh, I said, I said I won't talk about sister today. Uh the sisters are gonna be late. I know. Put get your get your get your feet lotion your feet up. Put the cocoa butter on your knees and your lotion and your elbows. Hey, sisters, before you come in, get right in here. Get right in there in that elbow right there, right there where it's brown. Oh, I said I wasn't gonna talk about it. We going back. We going back. Yes, we know about the snow cow. I know about the snow cow. I know about the Midwestern snow cow. I know about the ironing board Kaylee from Arizona, Southern California. I know about the Long Island Lolitas. I know about all of them. I know about the Vermont, you know, the women walking around barefoot and the, the Appalachian and Vermont, Vermont barefoot walking woman. I know about them big, strong, husky Nebraska and Wyoming women. You know what I mean? Them Colorado trail mix, uh, Tiva Sanda wearing women. You know what I'm saying? I got it down packed. Every, every cookie, every cookie cutter suburb, I got it down. Mm. 
I, I've lived in many cookie cutter suburbs around this country. I, I know about the, the the Canadian goose, the, the Canadian goose up in here. We, we got it all down packed. So Professor Adams will be here. Uh, we will be in here. We're going to talk about them and, and what their plight is, what their plight is. Because in California, in Southern California, we call our area the land of nuts and honey. And what typically happens is around the age of 40, they experience something, a transition, a metamorphosis, if you will. All right. A metamorphosis, if you will, that is going to take them several years to realize what's going on. OK, and in that time, they're going to start rationalizing things. They're going to be causing all kind of havoc. All right. They're going to take the they're going to take the medical. They're going to take the uh, the pharmaceutical industry to billionaire status. All right. Because they're going to take the therapy industry to heights unseen. OK. And so they'll run up therapy bills. They'll run up the pharmaceutical bills. They'll begin um, imbalance. They'll cause divorces. All right. And when they hit this wall, they miss the reality check. All right. So. We talked about the sisters, the sisters propensity to not throw in the towel, to be parading around 50 and 50, 55, 95, black don't crack. When it comes to the suburban, uh, the suburban uh, little, <laughs> I'm trying to come up with it. When it comes to the suburban snow bunny, we'll just call it like that. The suburban antelope, we'll call it the little antelope. When it comes to the suburban antelope, they're going to go through two crashes, two meltdowns. And I'm going to tell you where they are. I'm going to tell you when they are and what is the cause of this? What is the cause of it? And Drew Barrymore is going to show us. Drew Barry, not, not just Drew Barrymore. It's going to be many of them. So for my white brothers, this is a show for you. For my brother's brothers that love them, some snow bunnies, all right, the 15% of snow bunnies or white women that will date you, all right? Remember, 85 ain't even going to look, look your way. You're only getting 15% of them in America, all right? So- um, for those of you are into this show or the pro blacks that want to come in here and be like, we're going to find somewhere, make a mistake, coach. We're, we told him coach is going to be in here and shuffling. All right. See, he's admitted to liking white women. Hey, uh, one, one more thing I just wanted to point out. Let me see. Let me see here. I wanted to point this out uh, so people can really get an idea of what I'm working with. Let me see here. If I can pull this up real quick uh, by, by percentage right here. I want people to know because they always ask me, you know, I'll be like, hey, I went on a date. I took a junior college girl out and all this stuff. And they'd be like, was she black? Was she white? You know, you guys are all jumping in. And I'm like, man, I live in Southern California. I live in Orange County, California. Let me show you guys something. I know you Philadelphia and you Atlanta people can't you can't wrap your head around this. But this is the percentage of black people where I am. <laughs> this is the percentage in the county that I live in in Southern California. This is the percentage of black women. I mean, black people, black people. So you divide in a half. It's one percent white black women here. All right. So anytime you see here that I went out on a date, it's probably a Latina or a white woman or or a Middle Eastern woman. It could be a Russian woman. All right. So that's what we're dealing with. It's right here. They are two percent. I know people sometimes people don't really get it until I show you numbers. Right? People are like. And so what you're telling me is I need to start. I only need to restrict my access to women to 2% of uh, the black women or the 1% of black women here in Orange County. <laughs> oh, man, that's it 12 years ago. All right. Yeah, 12 years ago. It's probably less today. <laughs> probably less today. All right, here it is right there. 2.1%. All right. Are you ready? Are you good? Sisters.gov. 2.1%. There's 554 of us. <laughs> people in Atlanta can't wrap their head around that. They're like, what? 
Because everywhere you go, everywhere you go, you see black people. In Orange County, California, not too much. All right. You be when you see a black person, you're like, there he is. He's probably dated all the girls that I dated. <laughs> and if it's a woman, she just completely ignores you. In California, the woman completely ignores you. She walks right past you. <laughs> if she's if she's in the middle of like between 30 and 40, then she's probably married to a white guy or she's probably a sugar baby to white guys. <laughs> I said I wasn't going to get it. Okay, I won't get in on to them. Hey, I see my stream has got that thing up again. What's going on here? Like it's delayed again. I think they're messing with my stream. Um, but anyway, let's get into the show. Let's get the super chats going. First of all, I want to recognize the brothers on the Cash app. They killing the game over there. Shout out to Roderick Miller. He hit me with the one hundred dollars. Shout out to you. He says our stories parallel each other. True. All right, we tell the truth over here. Oh, you know what, Roderick? That reminds me. Let me go in and put this up because this might be one of those shows. This might be one of those shows. We're, again, we're not taking cheap shots at people. We're just describing people. And uh, the data backs up what I'm talking about. All right. And every now and then people will use anecdotal evidence to debate me, debate me. They'll say, well, that doesn't happen to me. So then it's not true. And then I'll say, you probably know two or three people that this happened to. Right. Um, or they'll be like, you know, I never I never had to refi my house and I paid my house out in 15 years. Most people uh, either go through reverse mortgage, foreclose, they're underwater and they're alone. I mean, my the data backs up what I'm talking about. Does it apply to everybody? No, I, I can't. Listen, I don't. Uh, hey, America, I can't see who you are watching me. I don't know if you guys understand that you're watching me, but but I can't see you. Like, you can see me, but I can't see you. So you're watching me, and you're going, Coach, but that didn't happen to me, so it's not true. Well, I don't know who you are. There's 10,000 people in here watching me today. There's 40, 30,000 people going to watch this, or 30,000 views. I can't see you. I don't know who you are. Do you hear me talking to you? America, do you hear what me talking to you? I can't. I don't know your circumstance. I'm talking generally. Do you, do you get it? Okay. Hello. People literally be like, well, that didn't happen to me, so it doesn't apply to me. And what I'm not talking. Jesus. All right, let me get back into these. What did I did I talk about the super chats? My man Loud Pocket says, he says, What's up, Sean? Shout out to you over on the Cash App. Shout out to James as well. And uh, who else got in there? Somebody else got in there. Hassan Muhammad yesterday. He says, Thanks for the last coach. Yes, indeed. Appreciate you, brother. All right, super, super chats time on the screens here. And shout out to everybody on the Coach Greg Adams channel. Dead on arrival, but it is what it is. Yeah, like on both the channels, by the way. A little bit goes a long way. Shout out to Larry Hernandez. He says, caught the morning stream. The boom, boom, boom guy is gumping. Remember him? And boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. And you know what I'm saying? And yeah, filling in the blanks with little bits of information there. Tracy Mills says vasectomy gang in here. Stand up. Shout out to the vasectomy gang in here. We got a bunch of gangs in here. We got the coach gang. We got the nasty boys, the vasectomy gang, gang the Varagose Vane Brigade. All right. Maryland guy says, remember when Drew Barrymore flashed David Letterman in the 1995 uh, on live TV? Those were her big 304-ing days. I do. I remember them flapjacks. She whipped them flapjacks out on Dave. All right, because you can see a little bit on the side, they looked all flapjacky. All right, if you guys like flapjacks, you could have threw some syrup on all of them. 
All right. Um, uh, Winston Thomas says she ain't done, coach. He says some lame brother would wife her up in a second. Busted WWs always think they can attract BMs, LMs, and Indian guys easily. And, and this is true because you guys tend to be the catfish of the sea uh, and will take anything. You guys will parade old washed up joints around you know the nasty boys you guys parade them around like crazy and don't tell me about getting no bag if anybody says getting the bag from any one of these women that i'm going to talk about if you say something like that you gotta get my bag and run <laughs> all right i'm gonna have to give you the the the, the smack down i'm gonna have to give you the smack down you're not getting a bag when was the last time a brother got a bag gotta get my bag and run <laughs> from any one of these women from anyone all right what kind of bag are you gonna get Gotta get my bag and run. Well, coach, you got money. She getting the bag. He ain't getting no bag. He, he, all he's getting is some. Listen, this is how women work. This is how women work. Their 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 offering is always going to be the peace lead. That's the, the last the last. That's the thing they're going to leverage. Even if they have money, they might pay you and buy some drink, drinks and maybe some dinner and some Jordans. You know what I mean? They might they might lace you up with some clothes. The end result won't be over three thousand dollars. The end result will let, and literally, if you break up with her or walk away, she want all of that back. She'll throw it in. She'll burn it up before she lets you keep it. All right. So she'll harass you. She'll take you to small claims court to get all of that back. So let's just be 100% honest. Drinks and Jordans are the best you're going to get. You ain't getting a house. You ain't getting a boat. You ain't getting a yacht. You ain't getting written into the will. You ain't getting married to her. Stop it. Stop it. Or oh, what this pimping? You don't know how pimping. You ain't getting a damn thing. Trust me, you ain't getting nothing. All you're gonna get is to suck on her big toe. That's all you're gonna get. And she's gonna have a big old crusty toenail at the end of it. That's all you're getting. The 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 misery that you have to put up with to get your less than three thousand dollars ain't gonna be worth it. It's all right now, Al. Let Mama make it all better. All right. brother's always trying to talk about getting the bag gotta get my bag and run <laughs> you ain't getting no bag i mean the, what you're getting you can make up easily uh shout out to who came on there my man jc mr calvin says uh saving up for a motorcycle shout out to you man have fun on that motorcycle man that's the real life right there just be careful uh uh king of space says hey coach why is your cash app on lockdown, Sean? He says, I tried sending my nasty grandpa donation through there. Also, keep up the fire content. Um, every episode, you might have the old cash app. There was one cash app some monkey sent reported me. I don't know why. I don't know what happened. But this is the new cash app right there. All right. You know how people do. All right. They crazy out here. Sasana says, thanks for all the work and the knowledge, coach. We're going to end up with a PhD in Crimson Capsule minus the student loan over here. I'm going to I save you guys. I would say I would say we've saved men millions, if not billions of dollars. In here. All right. Even the guys that I got money, we saved you guys tons and tons of money. Just think of the millions of views that I've gotten over the last three years. I think I've saved men millions, if not billions of dollars got to have <laughs> you know what i mean let's just rack it up tens of mil at least close let's just say a close to a hundred million dollars we've saved every single man it's crazy it's crazy and lives man i'm telling you man it's crazy um even the haters too even the haters i went over the haters 
uh, tell Tesla guy thinks as coach, you ever going to post your old classic RP videos that, uh, those helped me through a lot of good times. Hit the like button, gentlemen. Yes. Hit the like button here. What I'm going to show you is, let me see something. Um, Patreon every now and then gets one of those videos. Let's see here. There's this place right here. I'm going to show you if you guys ever want to find out. Oh, is it going to pop up? Nope. Where'd it go? Pop up, pop up. Um, it didn't pop up over here. Over here. All right, maybe I won't show you. We'll show you. We'll show you where the premium content is. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. All right. So anyway, making noises here. Das Token says, um, speaking of WWs, the BWs better watch out. In Russia, the WWs are learning dance hall. Russian WWs are fine already. Let them learn how to fry some chicken. Hey, man, I, I dated this girl. I always tell you about the girl with the blue eyes. Um, she was from uh, Bulgaria. All right. Not exactly Russian, but um, this woman could cook. This woman could cook. The only thing that was wrong with her was that, like, she was a disaster in terms of relationships. She was one of those Owens. She was married three times by 32. I mean, she was a disaster. And um, she was uh, one of those very coy. Oh, she In public, she was the perfect girl. In public, she was the perfect girl. Behind closed doors, it was some other-ish. And so um, she could cook, though. This girl would throw the dude. This girl could cook. I mean, the only thing that, the only thing that messed her up was her attitude when, when you were behind closed doors. And she was trying to marry me when I was like, I ain't never getting married. Oh, you'll change your mind. And she put that peace leave on me. Luckily, I knew. I was like, you just flooding me with sex. And when it didn't work out, she turned into an evil monster. <laughs> she was like, oh. I was like, I'm, I know why you got divorced three times <laughs> by 32. But a lot of those foreign women, please be warned. A lot of foreign women have already been married before you got that, before you touch down. Uh, but yeah, man, um, you know, if they know how to cook, they, it's just crazy, man. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, Jason says, uh, thanks for the lessons over on the cash app. We'll get to the show and the tuition and on child. Thanks for the lessons on child support. Absolutely. And Mike Reed says behind on my tuition. Thank you, brothers. Appreciate those contributions. And we'll do one more. Nick Morales says, uh, last tuition for a big coach. I'm shipping off to the Navy. Shout out to you, brother. Wow. Shipping out to the Navy uh, boot camp tomorrow. I remember you were talking about that. I want to thank you for your wisdom and teachings. It's been a big game changer for me as I start this new chapter in my life. Shout out to you, man. Congratulations. Good luck in your boot camp. Maybe you'll be a Navy SEAL one day. and You'll be able to translate this message over to the brothers who really, really need it. All right, but start at step one, survival of the boot camp, and then you get in there, and then, you know, you get in uniform. You watch, watch out for Jody. Jody might get your girl. Do not marry. Jody's got the divorce rate of, mar of, of uh, military people. Go back and watch my episode before you go. The divorce rate of military people is obscene. Obscene. I believe it was like something. I can't remember. Was it like 85%? It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. So watch that episode before you go. And man, thank you for your service. All right. So let's put this down. We'll pop this up here. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is viewer discretion is advised. You are choosing to watch this content here. You were warned. Uh, if you don't like on the fringe content, if you're if you're a snowflake, if you're sensitive, if you don't like when I describe people, if you don't like jokes, please don't go here. There's plenty of other shows you can watch. Why watch this one? If you're a pro black and you're not 
used to and you live in Philadelphia where there's 45 percent of your people there and you're not used to people living on the West Coast where there might be less than 10 percent of people here that openly interracial date. And there's no problem with it. If you're one of those pro blacks that are going to come in here and shame me and call me all kind of shuffling Uncle Tom's and all of that stuff, uh, don't watch the channel. All right, because we're going to give you I'm going to give you detailed history of my history with the WW. All right. So uh, before we do that, I'm going to shuffle. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. All right. Now that we got that out of the way, they can't use terms like they think that they hurt. Yeah. What? Anyway, they're like, what? Uh, Uncle Tom? Who is that? I don't have any Uncle Toms. Oh, me? Okay. Anyway, is that Ruckus? Uncle Ruckus. All right. So let's uh let's show you something here. Uh let's pop up the screen one more time. One more again. Uh here it is right there. Britney Spears, right here, age 40. As you see, she's her life is unraveling as we speak. And it is because they hit this age right here. I don't know if you guys know. Um, the WW is going to face some problems. Uh, the problem is that they're treated like very much like princesses. They are the, they wear the crown in, in relationship to women in America, um, and sometimes worldwide, even in Asian countries, they 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 pedestalize the WW. Obviously, in Europe, there's a pedestalization of the WW. So, um, in other regions of the country, not so much. But in North America, in the United States, there's a pedestalization uh, at a very early age. The standard of beauty tends to lean towards tends to lean towards the WW. And um, and over the years, they will become a little bit disillusioned by this. And when that crown starts to slip off after a couple of white girl wasted episodes in the sorority, after getting ran through, after finding your first husband, your second husband, your third husband, they enter into this age right here, 40. And that's going to be struggle age. Yeah, the Southern Belle syndrome, the pageant queen syndrome, Miss America syndrome. Uh, they can they're Mrs. Perfect. They're so pretty. Even black women will say, oh, Katie's so pretty. You know what I mean? And she basic. You know what I mean? There's tens of thousands of them everywhere. You turn this way in Orange County, there's one, there's one, there's one, there's one, there's one. They're everywhere, but you might not be accustomed to seeing one. So when you see one that is somewhat pretty, oh, she's so pretty. She's a pretty white girl, right? And this goes to their head, right? Uh, men tend to chase after them pretty aggressively in their middle teens, maybe a little bit earlier. Not I, though. Um, and then into their 20s and and so forth and so on. They're often replaced and replaced by another blonde version of another version. Like there's another girl. One year there's this blonde, the next one is this one, and this one, and this one. They have this uh, thing about being blonde and blonde have more fun and they go back and forth changing their hair colors, right? So what happens is at some point that slows down and then they get replaced or people start looking past them. And the reason this happens is around the mid-30s, maybe a little bit earlier, they start to wear down. They start to deteriorate physically, but their mind doesn't catch up. So they're having this problem. They're also insecure, very, very insecure. And so um, they're insecure because there's so many of them like that. Like black women, there's not that many of them, right? But in terms of white women, they're everywhere. They, and they're wearing the same clothes. They're wearing the same yoga pants, the same Uggs, the same flannel, the same sport, the same Lululemon outfit. They're almost always wearing the same outfit. So they're steep competition. If one manages to marry a husband, she's going to do right by her because right around the corner is her replacement. Ten-year younger, better-looking version than her. And so she's going to start wearing her wear. 
crow's feet, the upside down frown, the crack in the corner of their mouths. This line, the frown lines here, there might be wrinklage. There might be like the spoiled milk thing. You know what I mean? They might chop their hair off and then make them age. You know what I mean? They are going to, if they gain any weight, like they got to be working out. If they gain five, 10 pounds, it's over for them. It could be over for them. Their husband might trade their asses in. They had a movie called The First Wives Club. So they tend to uh, try to mimic each other on a, on, on a grand scale because that way they stay uniform, right? That's what they have to do. They kind of got to roll. Do, they follow each other's trends like this. Now, what's going to happen is when it starts to wear on them and they see the physical wear, it's going to be traumatizing. That crown's going to slip. And this is when they might have their black man phase. All right. Oh, I like black men all of a sudden. No, I always liked black men. But now my father wouldn't let me date one because he, my father was 45 or 50. Now my father's dead. Okay. My brothers wouldn't let me date one while I was in high school. They said, don't never bring one around here. Now my brothers are 45, 50, and 55. They just happy to see me with anybody. So they'll let they'll be like, go on and hey, Susie, date, date a black guy. Who cares? All right. Mm. So she'll start to have this where black guys, Latino guys will still think she's a princess and still think they're getting the top version of her, but they're not, right? They're getting a drummed down, watered down version of her that she wouldn't have gave you most of the time earlier when she was younger in a real princess. Now that crown slipping. And it's going to cause some mental drama. It's going to be stressful for her, okay? They oftentimes, if you ever see one go into a gym, they'll be in a gym and they'll look at more ass than men. They're always worried about what she's got on, what her ass looks like, what her titties look like. You know what I mean? They have the Botox, the breast implants. They, they, they are the lip injections, the, the lip plate, the, the cheek implant. They are really, really insecure, man. And they're always looking at, other women's asses and whatever the so because the crown's starting to slip in their steep competition and if it's problematic for them they'll go into depression i'm not happy they'll go into <laughs> stress they'll go into trying to figure out another way around it they'll have another cock carousel episode or they might file for divorce and try to trade up before they really weather down like lying at mgtow used to say weather beaten if they work outside all right you'll see There'll be, they'll have those sun marks where, where in between their crow's feet, they're darker. And then you'll see the whiter version. Oh, it's a mess. It gets bad, man. It gets bad for them pretty fast. And so what happens is they will start to act out. And what, and, and so the princess mentality is still there, but it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be wine. It's going to get ugly. It's going to get like the Kim Kardashian cry face. It's going to get ugly if you're around them. It's going to get ugly. Yeah, that's why they wear the big shades. Anytime, guys, anytime you see the big shades, that means either they didn't put on their eye makeup or they've been crying or the it's ugly under there. <laughs> it's ugly under there. So let's go back and talk about what happens here. So around this age, as you can see now, even Britney's, I mean, she's melting down. She's having a tragic uh, time adjusting. You see this episode, we played this yesterday. Of this woman right here on Taylor the Fiend's show. We played it this episode right here of someone who obviously her crown has slipped. And now the black girl magic is wearing it. All right. But <laughs> her crown has slipped. And now she doesn't, she doesn't understand that she's not a princess anymore. All right. She she's had her time. All right. The, the neck starting the, the you kind of start to see the neck wear, you know, those rings around the neck. I mean the tree neck, right? 
You're starting to see these areas and uh, the excess of mascara, the excess of mascara. And then she starts talking about she's a princess, but only to minority men. She can no longer get the chattis anymore. And the only chats that come over, they pump and dump her recklessly. Let me tell you something. If you ever have to choose between me and someone else, please choose them. Because you already lost me the moment there was a choice. I'm not an option. See, and she's head nodding to try to get you into agreement. And somewhere, there's a black guy somewhere going, oh, you fine, Snow Bunny. All right. And you'll take her and swoop her up and go on movie dates with her. You'll be at the restaurant. And uh, you don't realize that in the suburban world, she washed. She It's a rap ski. It, it is a rap. You don't realize how much of a rap ski it is. In a suburban world, there's no options for her. All right. So she has to go with you. And she thick, right? And so uh, here it is right here. Let's go ahead and gear. <laughs> you, watch your head nod. Anytime somebody talks to you and they nod their head, they're trying to get you to agree with them, even though you don't agree. Right? Watch it. Let me tell you something. If you ever have to choose between me and someone else, please choose them. Because you already lost me the moment there was a choice. I'm not an option. <laughs> I'm sorry, ma'am. Um, you would be granny prom at this particular point. Not even not even MILF prom. You're in the granny prom uh prom uh section. But it's that's neither here or there. So what happens is um a person like a celebrity, as you can see here, um, they had the movie. What was the movie? If somebody's I want to see how because coach gang, you guys are really smart. The coach gang is really smart. I'm gonna see how smart if you if you guys can call this. I will be impressed. There was a movie early on, I believe, in the silent movie days about an aging white actress who still thought it was either silent movie or earlier first recorded film movies about an aging actress, white actress, who didn't realize she aged and she thought she was still famous and all that stuff. And she couldn't come to the grips that she wasn't no longer the it girl. All right. Was it? No, it was an old movie. It's an old black and white white movie. I said Sharon, Sarah J. And so this ten, Sunset Boulevard, I believe that's what it was. Who was that? JBS Corn Sunset Boulevard. Dude, I'll tell you what. If you think we're get, I'm giving you knowledge, the coach gang has knowledge. The coach gang has knowledge. It was Sunset Boulevard. I think that's what it was. Uh, yeah, it was a 1950s film. And so here it is right here. You guys are good, man. You guys are good, good, good. I tell you, you guys are good, good, good. Here it is right there, Sunset Boulevard. So uh, I can always depend on you guys. And so here it is right here. It's a, the film stars William Holden, a struggling screenwriter, and Gloria Swanson as Norma Desmond, a former silent film star. I got the silent film part about it, who draws him into her demented fantasy world where she dream where she dreams of making a triumphant return to the screen. So she's she's a washed star who was the it girl probably when she was 18, 19, or 20. And then she wants to make a comeback and she's just all jacked up. All right. So thank you, brothers. And that shows my that shows my length, brothers. I'm telling you, I'm universal. I may not be able to name something, but I actually know some stuff. All right. Um, so this is what happens here. 
they go through the Sunset Boulevard. She's demented. She doesn't know she gone. Baby, when you were 18, you could have called your shot. You could have been like Babe Ruth. All right. When you were 20, you could have called your shot. And what happens is when they're 20, 25, 30, 25, 26, they still think they can call their shot until there's a new crop of 18 year olds coming at Arizona State. And they're like, oh, you guys don't want those young girls. And then they don't think that those girls are going to be 21 in three years. All right. And they're in the running. And by that time, now you're 29. All right. And don't get the 32 thinking you're going to call your shot, baby. Your shot is over. All right, you're going to call, you got to call black guys and Latino guys. All right, that's what you got to call. All right, you can't call the shot anymore. Not even with Asian guys, you can't call that shot. So by the time you hit in the 35, can't call that shot. And I know you're, there might be people sitting here going, no, that's not true. Well, here's the evidence right here. This is the evidence. Okay, you're not 21 anymore. You're not 25 anymore. Let me tell you something. If you ever have to choose between me and someone else, please choose them. Because you already lost me the moment there was a choice. I'm not an option. So this is the funny thing. Shout out to Taylor Lafine for letting us use that. Because this is the funny thing. People mention the that's you girl. The that you the that's you girl. The that you the that's you girl is explaining. I'll call my shot around late 20s, early 30s. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, AKA nice guys, right? And that's you. See, that's prime example. She doesn't know her crown slipped. So now she's saying, oh, we'll look for the nice guys. You'll take me. And that's you. And then when the nice guys don't take them. What happened? Where did all the men Then go? they say the, the nice guys are the jerks. And then they start saying, you know, aren't you tired of the hookup culture? Watch this. This is a woman whose crown has slipped. Okay, so this is for all of my single over 30 people. Is anybody else just over this hookup culture? I mean, I get it. I'm, I'm online. I'm trying all these things. But like, what happened to romance? What happened to, you know, a little bit of chivalry? Whatever happened to all of the nice things that men used to do instead of everyone asking us, what are you doing? Can I come through? Is there any real men out there at all? I don't know. Help me out. So her crown is slipped. She can't call her shop. No more Babe Ruth. No more. She's, she's not the girl that could just walk in and shimmy and everybody lose their mind. And some women know this, especially the WW. She knows this. By the time 26 comes, she's slipping. I'm almost 26 years old and I live alone. have no friends. Never been to a party cheated on in every serious relationship I've ever been in. And life is just really lonely. Just another holiday I'm by myself. Yeah, it's it's gonna be curtains for her. It's gonna be a wrap. So let's play a little bit. Let's check out what's happening with Drew Barrymore because once you hit 40 ladies, oh, in the suburban in the suburban 
top chase or top tier men, you're 35, 40. Go ahead and play the buzzer. You're not get you're not even getting top tier Chad to take you out. You're gonna get Chad to run them, run them guts, but you're talking 35, 40. It's <laughs> and so if you want proof, let's look at what's happening to Drew Barrymore. If you guys know anything about Drew Barrymore, for anybody uh, that doesn't know, she started off as a child actor. Her first, I believe, big, big role was E.T. She was the little girl in E.T. And then, you know, Charlie's Angels and you name it. All right. And so here it is. Drew Barrymore turns to Queer Eye Team. If you don't know who those guys are, they're the rainbow group of men that have been around since the probably the 2000s. Uh, and uh, they do, I don't know house makeovers and all kind of stuff husband makeovers um yeah she's been on them drugs too and the carousel and it says uh she turns to the queer eye team for help as she starts dating again after six years yeah scream as well bruh how old is drew barrymore 46 46 oh sorry 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 Somebody says we can't see you. Sorry, man. We'll get you up. We'll get you caught up. We'll get you caught up. Drew Barrymore, age 46. Here she is right there, as you can see. Terms of the career our team, as she needs help, start dating after six years. Guys, there's no such thing as not dating. Women are the only ones to say that they can't, they haven't dated anyone in six years. It's not what it seems. It doesn't mean she hasn't fornicated. It doesn't mean she hasn't hooked up. It doesn't mean that she doesn't have a sneaky link. It doesn't mean that she doesn't have a friends with benefits. She's getting her her throat lubricated. You know what I mean? She's getting her insides pushed around. B believe it. There's no such thing as uh, I haven't touched anyone in six years. I'm celibate. Nah, I buy, I buy a bit. I won't even buy a bit. Uh, but here she is at 46, turning to help to date. Um, and uh, what we're going to see is a clip. Uh, we're going to have to fair use a lot of stuff on this one. We're going to have to. This is a clip from CBS Mornings. I'm going to invoke my fair use privileges here. Um, I know I'm probably going to get something here, but I got to invoke it here. So let's go. Yeah, excerpts of copyrighted material may under circumstances have it be quoted verbatim for purposes such as criticism, news reporting, teaching, and research without the need of permission for payment for payment, blah, 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 blah. All right, so here we go right here. Uh, Drew Barrymore struggling as dating, struggling the struggles of dating as a single mom. So, sisters, you ain't even by yourself on this one. By the way, on CBS, Drew is really letting her audiences in this season on her life. On tomorrow's show, for instance, she opens up about her experience dating as a single mom. Uh-oh, dating as a single mom. Even the WWs are going to struggle with this as they embrace womanism that is already infected and infested the community. But I'm going to leave the community alone. Here's what's happening. In the suburban world, that ship ain't going to fly. You're not going to push that agenda in the suburban world. White men have first choice in this country. I'm sorry. There's going to be the exception to the rule if you're Idris Elba or The Rock or something like that. But how it works in America, white men get the prime choice. That's just how it goes. They don't have to date single mamas. There's too many white women out here. Running around everywhere, running wild like Hulk Hogan and Hulkamania. There's new white women bumping up every 60% of the 18-year-olds that bump up are white women. Your boy Matthew McConaughey said it in Days and Confused. Um, every year I get seem to get older, 
And everyone around here seems to stay the same age. And the girls seem to stay the same age. Bruh, there's new 18-year-old white girls everywhere on every college campus. You can, there's an oversupply of them. It's like jackrabbit bunnies. It's like, it's like, it's like deer in Wyoming, Colorado, and Wisconsin. They're everywhere. <laughs> white men don't have to accept single mothers. They don't. They simply do not have to. That's a game that has been overplayed in the community. It ain't going to work in the suburbs. Not for no top guy. She was in Firestarter, too. All right, so let's talk about this. And speaks with Queer Eye star, that's Bobby Burke, about the best place to host a Zoom date. Bobby got ideas. If you really are out there looking for, you know, if you're looking for a hookup, great, girl, start that from the bedroom. But if I you, totally if, agree. If you are like, hey, I, I'm look, <laughs> I want this to possibly be a relationship, don't start it from the bedroom. Don't have your bed in the background. Such I great advice. Wow. I mean, listen, if you're going to take dating advice from this guy, you already lost. He said like alligator in Florida, like seagulls in, in the beach on the coastline. Yeah, bro. This where you take a native advice is a mess. Like it's sending a real yeah. sort of sex forward message. Yeah. And I am um not ready for that. Yeah, man. It gets rough in the suburbs. I feel for the white woman. I do. You know, they, there's plenty of them for leftovers for brothers. Brothers, there's leftovers everywhere. Um, if you want to be a catfish, you can go on and scoop up a lot of them. 46, 49, 50, 54. The reality hits hard, but they have to have their head on right. If they still think they're going to get chattiest, uh, the top suburban executive from Google. <laughs> It ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen, Drew. <laughs> yeah, she's an actress. She probably, you know, she crying about every damn thing every two minutes. All right, so let's go ahead and continue what's going on here. Yeah, Zoe, engineer doctor, find another husband, dude. I don't know how to date with kids. You know, I'm not there yet. I have two young girls. And nah, she fake crying, but let's go ahead. I'm like... I don't want to bring people home. I think that it would take me a very long time to meet someone and get to know them before I could even ever introduce them to my daughter. And, and I don't think anybody knows how to do anything right. So don't put that pressure on yourself that you don't know how to do it. I think going into it, saying to yourself, I don't know how to do it <laughs> is the first step. I had a roommate just like this, bro. I had a roommate. Uh, I would say her name. Her name is a very common white girl name. It's like Amy. Um, this was one of my roommates like this. She was just like these guys. She grew up. I think she went to school with like Nicole Richie high school or something like that. She was she was bonkers. I'll tell you a crazy story about her. But now that I told you her name, I probably can't tell you the story. <sighs> Damn, I messed up. I'll tell you a story. This. OK. But figuring I'll out save how to it. do it because it's those people that go in like, I know what I'm doing. I got this. You know what? It's not going to affect my kids. What I do, like you're thinking about. There's the tears. Oh, by the way, white girl tears. It's over for you guys. No matter what circumstance you're in, if they start crying, they're in princess mode. They're in daddy. No daddy mode. They're in. I'm going to hold my breath mode. They're in. I'm the big. You think 
you think black people can be the victims? Boy, nobody can be the victim better than this right here. All they got to do is do this, put their hair behind their ear, put some tears out. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Game over. Game over. Whatever they go, whatever they want, they gonna get at that particular point. Just give it to them. Go on and lock yourself up. If you're the, on the other side of them tears, go on and just lock yourself up. About that, and you're thinking how it's going to affect them, and you're being careful about it, which means you're a good mom. Oh my god, that you're an amazing mother. Don't <laughs> don't question that at all. Tears right on cue, by the way. Uh, but she's having to be pumped up. Just don't just don't think she's a hundred percent acting. All right. Uh, she does have the propensity to cry a lot, though. It says right here, Drew Barrymore cries as she reflects on how her troubled childhood impacted uh, her as a mom. Boundaries are triggering her word for me. She's also crying here, too. Drew Barrymore reveals she cried every day while trying to homeschool her two young daughters during the pandemic. She's also not crying over here, but she's talking to Charlize Theron about dating. And we're going to get into Charlize Theron in a minute because we're going to transition to what this all means, okay, what this all means. And I'm going to give you a hint. This is the result. This is the result of the community going unchecked, okay? This is the result of the strong and independent, I don't need no man culture going from the community over to Oprah Winfrey, Oprah Winfrey passing it on to the suburbs, and now 10, 15, 20 years later, they're feeling the effects of what many people in the community have already been dealing with for 20, 30, maybe, you know, two or three generations. They're now feeling it, but it ain't working the same. All right, so let's give you all that. Let's do the super chats. It ain't working the same. They can't get, they'll never get the suburban men of America, the chattiest guys of America. They'll really, now you'll get them goofballs up in the South. You'll get them Southern country uh, music uh, listening dudes, you'll get them. But if they watch CMT videos, they ain't gonna do it. All right, they watch CMT videos because they be parading them skinny 110 pound girls around looking like a big old hairball. All right, they ain't trying to wife up no single mamas, they ain't trying to watch it wife up no single mamas, not in the suburbs. They're not. All right, Omari says, CGA, you gotta check out former NBA player Twitter, Royce White. There's a clip of the Red Table Talk on January 9th that will make you cringe. Jada Pinkett equals the Jezebel. Oh, man, she is definitely working against the culture. It's making it difficult. Gosh, man, where happened to the elder woman? When I was growing up, them elder women used to keep them fast little tail girls in check. Who grew up in the church? Them elder women with them hats that be looking like peacocks. They get them little hats and them nylon stockings with them uh, old lady pumps and them skirts. Man, them fast girls, get your fast tail girl over here. Them girls be developing real fast and they just be calling them fast just because they got a, they, they body developing. All right, them, them old elder women used to get, young, keep young girls in check. The church lady hat. And every time she moved, that little thing be like, Get your fast girl, fast tail girl. I see you out there, boy, trying to get them, you know, because some girls be 13 back then in the Kojic church, up in the bushes, up in the hay, rolling around in between services. And them Kojic girls knew. They'd be like, girl, you'll get pregnant if she if he breathe on you back then. They didn't have back then the girls didn't have birth control. They didn't birth control their ass up. And 
and Overing they ass up and you know whatever they whatever they shoot in their arms. They they didn't do that back then. Them girls, you breathe on them, they get pregnant. Girl, they go get your fast tail, girl. You gonna be pregnant? Get them old nasty ashy tail boys out of here. Them boys ain't even jump in the shower all day. Giving them boys some peace leaving. Then Tyrone Pookie come around here tugging his pants up. All right. Uh, sh- shout out to Walter Rich Morgan from the health coach. Rich, stop bringing facts, statistic, and logic, coach. Uh-huh. Thank you, sir, Mr. Health Coach Rich. Mimit the second can't tell how many busted divorce WWs tried to hit me up at work. Like, hell no, I ain't risking this six-figure job. Where were you 15 years ago? I always say that, man. I That's where I'm in, at in life. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I want to know where were you at 15 years ago? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When you were, well, for me, it's a little bit older, but you know, that's why the junior college exists. Cause then I can get them, you know, I can clean up there. But, um, yeah, man, you know what I mean? Where was you at when you was 23? Now you 43. It ain't the same. It don't work the same. And the diets don't work the same. Shout out to James Green says the King. We got to call you. I uh, anyway. I gave up your government name. I won't tell you your, your screen name in here. Mr. Loud Pocket says, oh, oh, baby, baby. Hit the hit the wall one more time. Uh-huh. Bl- Blafro, Blafro says, nasty boys checking in. Hashtag CGA. Shout out to the nasty boys in the building. This is your day. Who else is in here? Uh, one mic at a time says, Tokyo in the building. Shout out to Tokyo, Japan. That's one place I want to visit, but I got to make sure everything's on the up and up, you know, before I go over there. All right. Younger retired. No cap. He says retired gang in the building. Where you at? Shout out to the retired gang. Getting that money. James Montoya, but coach, she thick and she got pretty feet. Um, Yeah, she got pretty feet. Uh, sometimes they be guys the thick. Don't be fooled. Don't be fooled by the thickness of the WW. It ain't what you think. <laughs> You know, because I love when when new guys come up. I see a new guy. You know, I'm going to switch to white women. And I'll be like, they show me a picture. I'll be like, it ain't what you think. (laughs) (laughs) It's not exactly going to be like you imagine. You know what I'm saying? If you used to, if you used to being with Tamika's, you know what I'm saying? And then you run over to the widest butt you see with the longest hair. The long hair, you're going to be like, oh, it's just going to be like Tamika with long, real hair. Nope. Once the clothes come off, it be going, stuff be going. Somebody said sloppy yogurt. Stuff be like drowning and soggy and up. You be going to be like, stuff going to get squared in. It looks, you be like, now how did it look? I'm trying to imagine why did it look so shapely before? <laughs> it was all in a nice little ball. And now you'd be like, where'd it go? Where that? You'd be like looking around. <laughs> oh, are the are the sisters mad now? Are you still mad at me? I, I told you I'm an equal opportunist uh truth teller. I'm an equal somebody says banana pudding in a plastic bag, especially, especially when 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 if they bond 30. If they be on 30, bro, I'm just telling you, do not get your hopes up. Do not. You're going to be like, oh, my God, she's thick. Oh, my God. You'll be like, look at that bubble. You're going to get tricked. 
you're gonna get tricked. It's a little, it's a little loosier than you're gonna imagine. It's a lot loosier. I'm just gonna tell now. Maybe you I'm just telling you, if you like that type of thing, that's fine. But it ain't gonna. So I always tell new brothers, just don't get excited. You know what I mean? Like, because <laughs> they always want to show me some pog. And I'll be like, it ain't like Tamika. Because Tamika got that Laffy Taffy, that Laffy Taffy, shake that Laffy Taffy. You know what I mean? It's like Laffy Taffy. The other side be like, I'm just playing. Oh, no. People don't know. They don't know until they know, until you find out. And then you find out wrong or you, there's all kind of blemishes. And All right. I'm, not, I'm just describing. I'm not hating. I'm not hating. Somebody said, don't let Christy Brinkley fool you. Because, yeah, they always trying to throw out, what's the girl from Austin Powers? She had the, uh, they always trying to, every time I go on the news, uh, Yahoo, they like, look at this Austin Power old lady in a bikini. <laughs> look at like, why they always trying to put her out there? What's that old lady from Austin Powers they always trying to put out? I'm like, yeah, Elizabeth Hurley. Elizabeth Hurley shocks and rocks in a bikini. I'll be like. <laughs> like who? Where? I don't see nothing. <laughs> she's they be like, she's pretty. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you can go to any suburb in America any grocery store suburb in America, and there's five women that will kill Elizabeth Hurley. They would be like way better than her. Somebody said she looked good. Go to any suburban grocery store. Go, go to any suburban shopping mall. Go to any suburban shopping mall. Walk around. There'll be 15 Elizabeth Hurleys walking right there. Regular old wife women. Wife looking women. They be looking the exact same, bro. So I said, not in Houston. Go to Phoenix, Scottsdale. Go to Scottsdale. Anywhere in California, the San Fernando Valley. Go to Whole, go to Whole Foods. You'll see 10 Elizabeth Hurleys. Somebody for real, uh, Black, Black Row and Dan, Dirty Dan got it. Go to Whole Foods. Go to a yoga teacher. Go to a yoga studio. Go to a yoga studio. Be in the back of the class. There'll be five Elizabeth Hurleys right there in the front row. Bending up, up and down, left and right. <laughs> like, there's everywhere, bro. So I'll be looking at her like, what? Anyway, we're just clowning around, y'all. We just got Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's, Santa Monica, Malibu. They're everywhere, man. I'll be looking at them like, that That person's just really, really reachable everywhere. Uh, Let's see here. Larry Hernandez, crow's feet, upper lip. With uh, fuzz on it, the wall is undefeated. The wall is undefeated. Uh, Mr. Spice says, like Bo Channel, shout out to CG. Sorry about the Raiders. Yeah, man, it happens to everybody. Like on both channels, why not? Yes, indeed. Uh, Rage Against the Wage. Coach, uh, thanks for all your teachings. Since dropping my Toxic X, I've started my business, my YouTube channel, learned investment strategies, and have a young, stress-free rotation. Forever thankful. Shout out to you, brothers, man. That's what it's about. That's what it's about, man. That's where life begins and ends with men. All right. Um, uh, priorities. Once you prioritize yourself, 
get your, uh, you know, prioritize all your activities, live the lifestyle you want to live. Everything else falls in line. I mean, you still got to be vigilant, but everything falls in line. Leverage is everything. Drew and Pringle says, snow cows love black men. Trust me, most of my friends from the hood, it blows my mind. And black men stay laid up with them. Shout out to Drew, Drew and Pringle from the Drew and Pringle show. Um, this is what happens, guys. I know this all too well. And again, I'm not I'm not trying to be hateful here. Just talking about the show. Um, definitely, if you are a guy, he was talking about like brothers. Um, when you start off, it's like this. You know what I mean? You end up looking like this. Um, when you get them young, you get them when everybody else wants to get them. It starts looking like this. You know, of course, it helps when you throw a football 40 yards and you can dunk a basketball across the goal line. This will open up for you. You will start having opportunities like this. Most brothers don't have opportunities like this, but this is kind of how it starts off. Even if you get one that is marginal, it'll start off like this. Now, what tends to happen is over time, over time, if you stay in a relationship with that person, then it will be something like this. You know what I mean? And it gets out of hand really fast. And you're going, wait, what happened here? And this person starts to look like your teacher's aide from your special education class. All right. It looks like you're with her for the tax seasons. But but before you but, but, but what people don't know is that this is how it started off. You know what I mean? But you let 10 years go by. You know, this is what every mixed kids mother and father looks like right now. <laughs> every mixed kid mother and father be like this. And you were like, yo, how did you. Like, did you marry her like that? And then you go to their house and then you see pictures like this. You were like, that's the same person. Well, this is what happens. The crown slips. The crown slips. And then, you know, over time, it just turns. It just turns like this. This is the mixed kid, the light skinned kid from your class. All right. Uh, this is what it looks like when uh, they kids, you know, they mama come to the first open house at school. You be walking around. You see the, the light skinned kid. Wait, well, hold up. That's your mama. Yo, my, what the hell? <laughs> what happened? And then you looking at him, he looked like a beaten dog. He got to go home every day like, damn, when I had her, she was looking like Nicole Simpson up in this mug. All right, she looked like Nicole and OJ. You see this picture right here? This is y'all brothers right there. <laughs> Black guys versus the overweight. <laughs> okay, I need to stop. This is a fun show. If you're offended, like I say, man, viewer discretion is advised. But it started off with promise, you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, you guys laid up. You lies laid up and just all bad. <laughs> oh, man, let's get back to this show, man. Let's have some fun. Let's have some fun. Let's listen to Drew Barrymore and Charlize Theron. Drew Barrymore and Charlize Theron. By the way, my wife ain't, don't look that, my ex-wife don't be that big. All right, so uh, <laughs> uh, let's go here. Let's listen to, this is uh, fair use, Drew Barrymore. This is actually from the Drew Barrymore show, so I'm taking a risk by talking about her. Uh, Drew Barrymore and Charlize Theron, who we're going to transition into, they're going to talk about dating as old white women, all right, uh, who are single moms. <laughs> I mean, Guys, you do what you want to do. I'm not criticizing. I'm just telling you that they bought, they bit the wrong apple. This ain't going to work for you guys. It might have worked for the sisters. There's always going to be gumps and simps that will scoop these sisters up. Uh, when it comes to this, it's not going to be that way. You're going to either have to go date on the other side of the tracks or throw in the towel. We actually 
have something in common too, which is I've heard you're like on, you know, a break from relationships. And yeah. now Charlize Theron, if you don't know, man, she was a, she, I mean, she was that woman. She was that, she was that woman when she was young. Now she's still attractive, but she has baggage. I'm so in love with my children. I have this love in my life that's so impactful. And I've spent my life trying to figure out men for 45 years. I'm like, I'm tired. I'm bored. It's all about the kids. That ain't going to work for you, baby. That That is not going to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to tell you. That ain't going to work for you. That, she's sounding like a sister. I mean, who, who wants to sign up for that? Chad has already left the building. Yeah. Yeah, I, I completely know what you're saying. And it is strange for people to kind of wrap their heads around it. I've been on a few like dates, but I haven't dated anybody um, for over five years. <gasps> um, Me too. Now they lying. <laughs> they are lying. You can't believe a word they saying right now. Me too. No, no, no. You're you're getting you're mating. You might not be dating. You're mating. Who doesn't date for five years? Are you telling me your insides haven't been pushed around and rearranged for five years? Nope. Stop. Stop. Yeah. So we have a lot in common. So I mean, I'm open when when. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say so. I was gonna say something, but this is every stop it. Let me go on and continue. I'll continue. Friends of mine are like, you should go on a date. We're like, you should meet this guy. Like, I'm always open. But she's o- she's always open. It's like, I feel like I'm in a place in my life. I feel like everything they say after I feel like is only going to be based on their feelings. And they know it's a lie. So it's never I believe that. I know that. I understand that. I see that. All right. You know what I mean? Like things that would affirm that she's accepting the truth. I feel like it's going to be followed by a lie she's telling herself. But that's just neither here or there. Men use that language too, but I want you to realize when you use it, when you say, I feel that, that means you want to avoid the truth and go with your truth. That's not how the world works. It is like, I feel like I'm in a place in my life where... So I could focus on my career. You got to come with a lot of game, like not, not the kind of game that we think of. The kind now, PUA artists back down. PUA artists was like, see, coach. No, no, sit your ass down. She was like, not that type of game. The PUA got happy for a second. See, I told you it's about game. That's not what she's talking about. Relax. Kind of game that's like my life is really good. So you better like be able to bring that and maybe better because I just won't accept anything less. And Woo. Oh, she gone. She gone. <laughs> she gone. She gone. I will not accept anything less uh, than what you have. What are you, huh? Accept anything less. Again, you're not Babe Ruth. You don't get to call your shots. You're in your 40s now. What guy is going to bring more than what you have? Except anything. No, 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 no. And my life with my children and with my incredible. Oh, your children comes first. Here we go. Adopted family. Adopted family too. I'm not even going to get into that craziness. Have around me. 
I so you come with baggage essentially. I got baggage. I got two children, adopted family, everybody that's around me, and me. I'm the table. <laughs> nope. Don't you see, ladies? I'm I'm showing you. Yeah, somebody just said that, Luciano. I am the table. That's basically what she's saying. Don't you see how ridiculous this looks or sound? Anybody? No, ladies. No, you don't see how ridiculous this sounds. This sounds ridiculous to men. I don't long for that much. I don't really long. I don't. I've, I. I can honestly say this. That means she's lying. Anytime you say, "I, I, you know, I, let me be truthful. Let me be frank." I can honestly say anything is about. This is going to be her truth only. In my life, I don't feel lonely. <laughs> <laughs> Drew Barrymore not even buying it. She like, mm, that was a lie. I know, listen, remember, I know you guys are, you guys have came into the show uh, not as early. Uh, I do have a degree. I, I Wait a minute, hold on for a second. I got to remove this. I do have a degree in suburban uh, white women. So I'll show, wait a minute, where'd it go? I'll show you my degree here. I have been, I've been a professor. I've been a professor of the suburban white woman. I've been, I've been done, done this. This is me in the past, my old job right here. As you can see, the crowd is right there. The sisters in the back row like Rosa Parks. All right. I have a degree in this. I can break them down with the best of them. All right. And I have, I have a degree in, in sisterhood, too. All right. I got aunts, uncles, I, uh, uh, aunts, cousins. I got I, sisters. I have real sisters that are sisters. All right. So I can break I can break all the women down. I live in Southern California. There, there's Latino women everywhere. I, I, I'm a universal brother. <laughs> Uh, but what she was told there was her lie, her truth, and that's a lie. Okay. So anytime uh, I'll be honest with you, uh, I'll, let me tell you the truth. This is truthful. Uh, I'll tell you frankly, believe me, trust me on this one. That's all going to be followed by a lie. Once I had my children, it it's not that it replaces something or that it makes you less interested in something else. Like I'm still like, I was just like, like, like. Two seconds ago, talking about a dude that I thought was really hot. Like, I, like I'm like i still firing. There's that look again. I, I'm going to tell you what that look means one day. I'm going to tell you what this look means one day. And all cylinders. I just. There it is. I think your priorities are in a place that is of high demand, right? Because it's, it's, it's a lot of work to be a parent. Uh, and nobody. What man cares about that? Then. Part of that is at the end of the day, I get in bed and I go, oh my God, I wouldn't want this day to be anything different. Yeah. Anyway, this is her rationalizing uh, being uh, being uh, washed, essentially. Essentially, this is what happens. They have to rationalize and make make their own truth. Um, furthermore, we're going to dive in deep of, of here. Uh, Charlize Theron looking different. This is one of the benefits of WWs. They can look like a different person overnight. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's amazing. There's no way. You know, now sisters try to pull this off and it don't look right. They end up looking like Puff Daddy's mama. You know what I mean? They end up look like, looking like Lil' Kim or something. You know what I mean? You're like, well, you didn't quite pull the blonde to block dark hair off pretty good. But white women be doing this pretty good, right? In two or three years, that's where it went. Anyway. Please, what is going on with romance? I want to know. because uh, Fair use on the Howard Stern show. Fair use. This is crazy. 
You are the hottest woman on <laughs> oh earth. Oh my God. They're, every guy wants you. Every guy needs you. That is not true, Howard. No. You, listen, you're you don't wrong. even know where you are right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're in the room. <laughs> yeah. I'm busy. <laughs> you don't know what's going on right now. What do you mean I don't know? That is not true. Are you dating? I am dating. Yeah. You are? Yeah. Oh, wait. What? Wait a minute. Let me do my math here. Hold on for a second. Let me do my math. This episode here was broadcasted in April 2019. The previous video I showed you was broadcasted in September 2020. I don't know if you remember, but in this clip, she said she had not dated in five years. On this clip, it says she is dating. I tell you, brothers, you got to watch the lies. And these are... These are the queens of the little white lie. These are the queens of the little white lie. They lie and say, I lied to protect you. I lied for this. It was just a little white lie. We don't lie. And then they will say, believe all women, hashtag. Okay. But I'm going to just tell you, bro. You can't believe the BS that comes out of their mouth. <laughs> you don't know what's going on right now. What do you mean I don't know? That is not true. Are you dating? Uh, she said that is not true with her eyes closed. I'm a body language expert too. That is not true. Eyes closed. True. Are you dating? And a, oh am. wait, eyes closed and a shaking of the head too. Mean I don't know. Is, that is not true. Are, That's a lie. Are you dating? I am dating. Yes. You are. Yes. Is anyone That's the truth in your league? Is there anyone acceptable yes. to you? You're yes. in love. No, I'm not in love. No. You're just dating. Yes. This is crazy. Do you know who? Crazy? Do you know who she's dating? No. No, he. Doesn't. She doesn't discuss. She, she doesn't would not tell me. <laughs> she's a creeper that's a long arm too boy that's what you have to deal with if you like bony people bro oh is charlie's too particular i will no. tell you i will tell you i will okay, tell you great. i, will I don't think she's you. too particular no is i'm not too... all right here comes death by gump here here we go <laughs> no i no. What is going on? Because I feel Charlize should have found the great love of her No, life I, but I, I, I want to be clear. Go ahead. Um, Make, a <laughs> Make a statement. This is, again, I want to be frank. I'm going to be honest now. I want to be clear. Everything else is going to be a lie. You guys got to learn. It's like Donovan Sharp's Women Ease. I'm not sure. I haven't listened to it, Donovan. So if I'm, seems like I'm copying, I'm not. All right. But this is what she's saying. She's about to tell a lie. And she's going to lead with something to assure you. So you can believe this BS that's about to come out of her mouth. I want to be clear. Lie. Yeah. <laughs> is everybody listening? What happened to the high is everybody listening? I want to be clear. I was raising two small children right. and your life just becomes very all consuming. There's the children. Hide behind the children. You know? Yeah. Honestly speaking. They true. need you for everything. They And I'm a single mom. No nannies? I have one nanny. Okay. She has the deer in hair lights look, too. That means she has two nannies. <laughs> and so it's not like I have a ton of help. And I I really, you know, I wanted to be a mom. So I was enjoying it. Now they can, they're starting to do, like, my littlest one is, like, you know, taking care of herself. Like, right. my time is opening up a little bit more. A little bit. So you're so, opening yourself up yes, emotionally to yes. perhaps being in the great yes, love of your totally. life. totally. I mean, no pressure. Are you easy to live with? I'm sure I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to be like, I mean, I live a very, very simple life. 
<laughs> I like, dude, how many lies can you detect in a two-minute video? What do you mean by simple? Meaning that I'm not a high-maintenance person. Like tough dude hey listen when i go on dates this is what i gotta sit through i literally be sitting through like this uh, when i'm on a date i'll be like this nope hey ladies you do not want to go on a date with me i swear i swear to god because i will stop your blurting y'all be blurting out stuff i will stop you every five seconds like i stop these videos stop wait wait go back <laughs> I will bring my buzzer with me. What? Wait, hold up. Stop right there, ma'am. Stop. <laughs> I would agree with like, that. My, my no life mansion, is, no, no big house. I've lived in the same house for 25 years. This is terrible. I, I don't have like a bunch of homes. Squalor. I have one home. one home. What house is this? 8,000 square feet. Home. I yes, I, I bought my mom a home. Right. I We live a very, very, very simple life. And like, I don't have a staff of people. I like doing shit for myself. Like, Who should Charlie's be with, Seth? You're good at this. You're a good matchmaker. When it's a you tough imagine, one. It's a you've th worked with this woman now. Long shot the he about to dodge all kind of questions on this. He's like, I really don't want to tell you. Did girl pass the wall? All right. He don't want to say anything. But guys, this isn't unique. This is happening to a lot of them. That crown starting to slip. People that, I, that were young and uh, the it girls of my time, the crown starting to slip. Here's Alicia Silverstone of Crush. And uh, what was the other uh, thing we, she was with? Stacey Dash. All right, Alicia Silverstone was the joint back in the day. She was one of them basic girls like that other girl, basic girl that was in Bring It On. They kind of cut from the same cloth. All right, but she almost could do no wrong. Now she got banned twice from dating apps. Twice. Clueless. Thank you. Clueless. Clueless. And as you can see, if I pulled up a picture of Alicia Silverstone and Clueless, as a matter of fact, that's what we're going to do. Oh, y'all can't even see it. Share the screen, coach. Get it right. We're going to pull it up right there. As you can see, she got banned twice from dating apps. We're going to pull up a screen of, uh, she was in Bad Girl too. Yes, indeed. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull up a screen of Alicia Silverstone and Clueless. You're going to see the effects of, hey, this is why they kind of go, you know what I mean? They kind of go southy. And then they they end up not being the it girl anymore. Uh, the one thing about WWs is that they're, easy, they're easily replaceable. And then they get replaced in the industry and they end up like Sunset Boulevard. All right. So here's Alicia Silverstone now. And here's Alicia Silverstone then. Okay. Uh, with them, it's about youth, skin, and all that stuff. By the time they hit here, it'd be done. It'd be done. Um, and then they struggle. They're, they're in struggle zone. So they their biggest, best years are uh, right there ahead of them. And when they go downhill, they don't get to call the shot like Babe Ruth. That's why then they go on dating apps and get banned. <laughs> right? Like how? Oh, did I did I mess up again? Sorry. I'm a, I'm, I'm a horrible on this show today. I, I, I apologize. I apologize. 2004. All right. So anyway, I'll have to repeat it now. Uh, this is this is Alicia Silverstone right there. She probably was 24. The screen. She probably was 24 years old here. Let me do, let me do this age. 
just so we know, because y'all gonna be like, she was a teenager. No, she wasn't. Uh, let's see here. Uh, it says 18. So she was, she was legal, but the character was a 14. Uh, but anyway, in their, in their world, in their world, that's prime age. All right. Ask any college girl, right? So there she is in her prime. And then here she is in her decline and what's happening in her decline. She can't catch. She can't catch. And she's frustrated. Right. She says, a few years ago, I tried to go on, you know, dating apps. I had put up a fake profile because I wasn't comfortable being me. She'd get kicked off. So she had to put up fake. She wasn't comfortable being her and her fame, like Sunset Hollywood, her drifting fame. And now she got to go on there getting kicked off. It's just not her. She's not the only one. Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone. You guys remember Sharon Stone? Sharon Stone had to go on dating apps. So all the men she has access to, all the years she's been in Hollywood, all the Chads and the Tyrones, all the men that she can reach to when she was 20 years prior at 43, even at 35, she ended up having to go down to the catfish of the sea. 25-year-old rapper, RMR, who I don't even know who that is. Some of these rappers I never hear about. But this is basic instinct at age. <laughs> basic instinct. Um, Sharon Stone could call her shot. Let's go ahead and look up Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone in basic instinct. In basic Becky instinct. Instinct. I spelled it wrong, but it is what it is. Uh, there it is right there. All right. There's Sharon Stone in her prime. Sharon Stone in her prime. And uh, at 63 on dating apps, not so much. You see what I mean? And so they lose their crown, their crown slips, and they have to make adjustments. They have to make adjustments. And their adjustments are either going to be delusional world or they'll go to the catfish of the sea. They'll go for the catfish of the dating marketplace, the bottom feeders. <laughs> I can't show you the whole scene there. Uh, it's just not Sharon Stone. You had this woman right here. Um, Candace Bushnell, Sex in the City writer and all that stuff. She tried that strong independent mumbo jumbo. And then guess what? She hit 60. And then guess what? She admits she regretted choosing her career over having children. So I could focus on my career. See, this is the womenist movement here kicking in, right? And then they're getting the effects of it later on. See, uh, BWs will also always have a simp coming up under them, right? Um, and they can cash out. Well, this woman right here, not so much at 60. All right? Not so much at 60. I'll show you what she looked like, Candace Bushnell. In the 90s. In the 90s. Let's see. Was it the 90s when that show came out? This would be Candace Bushnell here when she was young, probably teenage years. This is what she looks like there. And then this is what she looked like uh, right here in her party girl phases. Right here, probably in the, the 90s. This is her right here. This is, oh, yeah, see? This is, oh, wow, look at this. This is Candace Bushnell during the probably the year she's doing Sex in the City. This is her here. You see that? Now look at the difference. Now now look at the difference. Let's go back. Where is it at? So look at here when she's all, look at that long back. Look at that long back. 
that back long. Now watch here. Watch here. Right? It's gone. Crown, she lost her crown. And now she's, now she's uh, sad. Now she's sad. Let's view the gallery here. You see that? Let's, let's go ahead and put the side by side. Let's go back. The good old days. The club days. The good old days. And then now. See, in the 80s, the 1980s, and then today. <laughs> so then reality hits. Then reality hits. Then it's like, why can't you got what's wrong what with you guys? She's still sexy. Yeah, huh, huh. No. You know, it is what it is. So anyway, uh, let's see who was this here. Okay. Anyway, that's the, all the slides that I got today. That's all the slides. Now, this is your opportunity to let your voice be heard. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put up a poll. Oh, Nicole Eggert. Same thing. If you guys want me, I've done prime declines on Nicole Eggert. I'll pull it up. Because when I was watching, when I was a kid watching Charles in Charge, I was like, who is that? And then now, not so much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let me see here. We, I could, I, I'll put Charles in Charge, then Baywatch. Charles in Charge. But, you know, I was a teenager then, or I was a young kid then, so, you know, it counts. <laughs> it counts. Uh, let's see here. Nicole Eggert would be here. This would be the young, young Nicole Eggert. All right. This with her and Charles in charge. And then we'll pull up the Baywatch Nicole Eggert. Baywatch version. Baywatch version of Nicole Eggert. And this would be Nicole Eggert uh, next to Pamela Anderson. This would be her right here. This would be, is this Nicole Eggert too? This would be her there. This would be Nicole Eggert here. This would be her here. Okay, but then today, not so much. Okay. Today, you're going to get something completely different. Now, for brothers, brothers still be in line. Brothers still be in line for this. But in, in, in the real world, I think she, I don't know if she's pregnant here. Yeah, that's her, she's pregnant there, so that don't count. That don't count. Uh, but this one, I don't believe she is pregnant. You see the big drop-off? So, listen, when it comes to this, what, what happens for the suburban woman is that her crown slips off, and when it slips, it slips hard. It slips hard. But then if their mind doesn't catch up or they don't make an adjustment, then it's hell to pay for everybody. Then it's therapy bills. Then it's medication. You know what I'm saying? Then it's... Then it's uh, implant both ones, and then it's you know everybody is hell to pay, and then they're chasing after brothers. Then you know what I mean? <laughs> they're chasing after the brothers. Is then the brothers are going around, and if you don't have experience with them, you think you have a trophy, which would be a trophy for you. But you take her to the. This is what did I, I'm going to tell you the story about me. Did I, I'm going to tell the story one more time, and then we'll do the rest of the super chats. When I was in Hawaii, I had this girl when we were. I was doing a a basketball trip to Hawaii. So our SID, who was our sports information director at San Jose state at the time, we're in Hawaii. I go to travel there. I meet this young girl from Australia. Okay. My, my long lost Australian son is out there. I meet this young girl from Australia. She's in, you she's in university. That's what I'll say. I'm walking around with her small petite blonde walking around with her in Hawaii. And in the dark, 
I'm walking towards our sports information director, which in this, basically we're sitting by this hotel by the beach. Anyway, I'm walking towards him in the dark. All he sees is a black guy with this blonde white girl. And he gets up to us and I was like, what's going on? I can't even remember his name, but I called his name. What's up, John? And he looked and he was like, oh, it's you. He was like, what's up, Greg? And I was like, what's up? And then later on the next day, he was like, man, he's a white guy. And he was like, listen, when I saw you from afar, I was mad. Because I was with a white woman that was in her prime. But then he says, when I realized it was you, then he was like, I was okay with it. But the reason why he was mad was because white guys are normally mad if you get an attractive white woman. If you get a mud shark, if you get a pog, if you get a older white woman, they're not mad. And that's you. He basically was like, if it was an older, he was like, I'm used to seeing brothers with big white women. And I'm normally like, you can have them. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Understand the difference. Now, black women will get mad at... um. Black women will get mad at black dudes for dating big white women or old white women. And they'll say, why don't you get an attractive white woman? All right. But that never that logic doesn't make sense because then it, what you're saying is he can get an he can get a skinny black girl when overwhelmingly the black women are just as heavy as this white woman. So there's no it's a fair trade. It's a fair trade across the board. All he did was change the color. The body shape probably still similar. So what happens is then they will they want they they're they're catching you in a catch 22 by them saying that, because if you were if you did have an attractive white woman, they're acting like they would be OK with it. They wouldn't. You know what I mean? They're trying to act like oh, what they're saying is you got an ugly one. That's basically what you're saying. You can at least get an attractive one. If you walked around with an attractive one, they'd be riding your ass just as bad. OK. So they're insecure about it, period. Like this situation here where it's Robert Griffin. I can't find the arrow right here to go backwards. Backwards. Wait a minute. Why won't it, why won't it go backwards for me? Back it up. All right, anyway. But that's what it's what. That's what it is. That's what it is. Super chat, super chat, super chat. Shout out to Mr. Spice for becoming a member. Artificial womb says, um, and oh, I'm sorry. I gotta, I gotta say this. I, I'm gonna pull up the RG3 video, uh, picture that I had here because I wanted to show it. Of course, then I missed my point here. Where is it at? I did forget my point. Here, here's the, here's the picture of RG3. Now, what they're saying is. If you had a pretty white woman, they would be okay with it. But if they see this picture of RG3, they still mad. <laughs> they still mad. They're like, oh, she only with him for the money. Just understand that when they say that, they're just trying to put you down on your choice of woman. Okay. Understand that. There was something else I was going to say and I forgot. But anyway, it'll come back. Artificial Womb says, what makes this better is the dollar's demise and their safety net soon annihilated oh that's going to be the horrible side of it and that's happening now i showed you the video of the one black woman that said you know you're starting to hear a lot of women say that strong and independent stuff i'm not with it i don't want it anymore i want to be the damsel in distress and they're saying that because the economy is squeezing that ass right now 
And I said that, I predicted that. I said that everything's going to be fine until the facade of feminism actually crawls, uh, uh, falls, and the wizard, you see the wizard of Oz. All of a sudden, then they're going to be running back to traditionalism. But it's it's fake. All it is is adaptation. It's not real. Because any there any sense of a feminism rev, uh, revival, they will jump right back on that train. Adrian Paul TV, shout out to the coach gang. Hit us with the Kaylee boom, boom. Great stream. Stay on your purpose, man. Chiefs to the Super Bowl. Let's see if they can get rid of the Buffalo Bills. That should be a good game. Uh, what Kaylee doing today? Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make boys fall in love with me. They always throwing fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cussed. These boys want our relationship, but I'm just trying to. You dirty girl. That's crazy. All right. Come see me tonight. Uh, I need you tonight. He said, so slide over here and give me a moment. Your moves are so raw. I got to let you know. I got to let you know. So slide over here and give me a moment. <laughs> Who can name that song? Brothers, let's see how universal you are. <laughs> Who can name that song? I normally sing R&B, but I hit y'all with some pop rock for a minute. Yes, indeed, man. In excess. In excess in the building. Where we at? Uh, Angel. You're one of my kind. All right. Angel Martinez says, Coach, her ex-husband is Tom Green. Will take her back when she's out of options. Tom spoke in the Joe Rogan podcast about how happy he was to see her again when uh, she had him on the show in 2020. So, um, I need you tonight. So, um, yeah, man, that, um, Tom Green will take her back, but that's Tom Green. <laughs> Tom Green, man. Oh, man. Tom Green is a mess. By the way, his early shows were amazing, by the way. When he used to go on the street and interview people, Tom Green was a mess. But, yeah, Tom Green will take her back. But she don't want Tom Green. Um, younger retired, no cap. He says, incels, no need to go crazy. Papa time, give the XX the comeuppance every single time. Every single time it works that way. I always tell you, don't panic. And guys, I, I want you guys to know this. When you're growing up, the women your age aren't going to be the women that you select from. I'm going to say that again. More than likely, when you're coming up, the women in your age group are not going to be the women you select your mate from. And when you get into mate selection, it's probably not going to be from that age group. You're going to let those women go on past you because you're going to be trying to chase after them, clamor and claw. And they're going to take, chase me, chase me, chase me. Come hither. Oh, nope, you ain't good enough. Oh, 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 oh. And then later on. And that's you. Let them go. That's for an older group of men. You get the women behind you. Go get the women behind you, guys. So if I'm a 26-year-old guy, get the women behind my group. Right now, they're 18, 19, 20. I know you're thinking, oh, those girls are too young. Dude. When you, by the time you're 30, they're 24. You know what I mean? It ain't that far of a gap. I know it seems like it now, but you want to work on that group. All right, for me, my group, right now, they still playing with dolls. You know what I'm saying? When I'm 55, then they'll be ready. I ain't looking at them now, but I'm just saying. Did I tell you my doctor friend said that to his wife? His wife always used to tell me because I used to train the wife. Uh, the wife will, will say, um, yeah, man, my husband tells me he's going to trade me in for his next wife. And he said his, ne his next wife right now is playing with dolls. 
And so she knew she has a 10-year window, and it's over for her. This was a white woman, by the way. You got the way. Men, if you're 26 and you're chasing around after 26-year-old women, 25, 24, you're doing it wrong. Go back. Go back. Go backwards. Go backwards about five years, right? Or slightly more. Go backwards. All right, Larry Hernandez says Drew can't even kiss Joe Pesci's feet. Go fishing, gal, 100%. Uh, Morello Bolo Santi, no one in the Manosphere has ever talked about Adele. Plenty of material there. I think I did a breakdown. I did a breakdown on her in uh, LeBron James's agent, and I also did a breakdown on her with the rapper guy. I did talk about her. Because she dated the rapper. Remember, I was breaking it down. She she had the husband and she divorced him. And then there was an overlapping. She worked in the studio with the rapper, the United Kingdom rapper guy. I talked about Adele a couple of times. And I talked about how she had to pay the ex-husband the alimony. I broke her down. I broke her down. And she's in her phase, her black man phase, which is age-wise, it's right on schedule. She right on schedule. She's going where she's going to be desired and pedestalized. You know, again, my degree in in snow bunnyism, snow bunnyology, uh, tells me that uh, when it comes to this stage, they're going to be more comfortable doing this in advance stage. They're going to show, hey, I gave it a try with white men, and her father's going to be aged out. Father's going to be sixty and seventy. He no longer can chase dudes off the block anymore. He just wants her to be happy. Go ahead and date that Negro. Oh, he makes money. Okay, he's a good Negro. <laughs> you know what I mean? They ain't going to chase him off the block no more. Just be happy as long as you're happy. And she'll go through this phase of rotation of uh, black guys for a while. And then she'll eventually go back to white guys. She'll give it a shot. An old one or something like that. DGC more back in the building. Thank you, sir. Uh, Seti boy Nike says, Coach, how can I record my game play from my Xbox and my webcam for my PC online? I want to start a YouTube channel. Boy, it's going to take you some research to get that right. You're going to need all kind of ish, man. You got to have the setup for it. Um, uh, you do. You got to have a car. Do this. It. I'm telling you, man, YouTubers are worth their weight in gold that know how to figure all that out. Because I have two different systems. I can record from here, my PC, or I have a, um, a gaming area in my room where I have to record from a, uh, they would call it a, a card. I can't remember what it is, but it's just a, a box. I, Man, I'm going to tell you, just you got to research. Do your research on it. It takes some effort. Yeah, it's an adapter. It's, yeah, you got to get an Elgato. It, it ain't just easy. It ain't easy. This is why people who knew how to do it up front, they got paid from it. So you got to really do your research. And it's it's trial and error. ETC Ready to Work says, sub coach and the coach gang, cash for the new classic sloppy yogurt. <laughs> mm. Capture card is what I was trying to say. You got to have a capture card and you got to have it running through your computer and then running through the game box and all of that stuff. And then you got to have a USB record the game. Are you going to do the audio while you play the game or are you going to do voiceover? You got to decide. I tell you what, gaming is a lot of work. All right. Gaming is a lot of work. I have a gaming channel and it's a lot of work, man. I'm going to tell you, it's the it's the most production that of any videos that I do. And I get little views for it. So sometimes I'd be like, that was a lot of work for 180 views. <laughs> Sloppy yogurt. 
He says, cash for the new classes. We got sloppy yogurt. And, and he says, banana pudding in a plastic bag. He says, joining Stop Bring Political. I'm dying and finished and finish my food. Wow. I'm going to tell you, sloppy yogurt, whoever said that, I mean, I couldn't even said it better. It's it's what it is, sloppy yogurt. You're gonna get you're gonna get hoodwinked and bamboozled. That goes up there with slow Tuesday. Sloppy yogurt. Don't get fooled, guys. KM Low, KM Low came up with sloppy yogurt. All right, Moron says, ain't lying. Wife uh, started 5'2 and 120 after four kids, 250 plus. Used to joke about she got, uh, used to joke about you got twice the woman. <laughs> oh, man, you got twice the woman. Wowzers. And as a personal trainer, as a professional here, I'm going to put on my professional hat. I'm not using judgmental. I'm not judging people on their body shape. Uh, when I had clients come in, if they were a BW and they were 250 or well over 200 pounds and I was working with them professionally, this is how I get around the hate speech. I'm not hating. When I work with them professionally, BW seemed to be somewhat a little more fine about being 250 as opposed to the white women who were 250 and wanted to get a workout and nutrition plan. The white women who were at 250 were self-esteem in the gutter. You know what I mean? It, they were at rock bottom. Don't let them ever trick you to believe that, oh, I'm fine at this. No, they're not. Now, the BWs were like, I still got it. You know what I mean? They were like, I'm still sexy. I just want to I just want to take a little bit off here. I don't want to lose these. You know what I mean? They be having some big old breasts. And they be like, I don't, I'm still sexy. I still got it's two different things when you got a BW at that size and the WW. The WW is beaten down because in her community, that don't fly. You, you can't do that. You know, unless you're in, you know, you're in the trailer park or something like that, it, it can fly. But if you're in the suburbs, you're you're on your last leg. You're on your last leg. It is what it is. Sebastian says it breaks my heart to see the woman who First, got me bricks, get my bricks up looking like, look like this. Which one? Uh, Charlize? Charlene Theron? Charlize? Got me bricked up. He says, the first woman that got me bricked up. Bricked up, huh? Pause. All right. Mimic the second says, these XXs started life with a winning lottery ticket, but managed to class defeat from the jaws of victory. But somehow, it's men's fault. This is a, I mean, how, how much better can you say that? They literally genetically, it's, I mean, being born white woman in America, you got a W. You born with a W. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to, you get to skip the line of, 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 um, being a young WW, a young white woman. You get to skip the whole damn line of everybody's ill social problems. I mean, that's almost being better. That's almost better than being born a white man. You know what I mean? You get to skip the whole damn line. You don't have to do no work. <laughs> you don't need to have to be pretty. You don't even have to be pretty. You can be just basic. You skip the whole damn line of life. Be right in the front. The problem is the come down, the fall down is like the coyote chasing the roadrunner. 
they be running across that mountain. The coyote be like, I'm about to catch your ass. And then a road runner stop him, stop, pull up the stop sign. The road runner go, ding, 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 ding. And the coyote's like, what? The coyote start feeling around. <laughs> and then, coyote hit the ground. They run out of room. They run out of running. <laughs> they, got, they run out of running space. <laughs> I'm telling you, you got to cash in early. Cash in early. And if they don't cash in, they try to play the role of the minority women. Oh, I'm going to be a strong and independent single mom. It, mm -mm. The top choosing men do not have to pick you. They can literally leave you leftover. The two blinks, blink, blink, hitting the ground. Uh, Chelston Thomas says, they bit the apple hard. My future wife, Zoe. All right, shout out to Zoe. And um, the Natty Light. And my husband will buy me as many fucking Louis as I want to. So you're gonna once a fucking game. No, he's gonna fucking spoil me. No, I don't no. deal with no don't, fucking don't, scrubs. Don't. He's gonna be a fucking engineer doctor, one of the fucking two, and he's gonna buy me as many fucking Louis as I want, shit. as many Chanel's, as many Gucci belts as I want. As many fucking Louis purse what that I want. What happens if y'all get a divorce? What are you going to do then? Sit on your ass? Find another fucking husband, dude. Is that your fucking plan? You have to be independent, Zoe. Hair, makeup, esthetician, facials, vagina waxing, everything. That is all independence. I will get Well, I'm glad that. that you want to take care of someone else for your life. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Whatever, Zoe. What so, hey, that her 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 gal pal or her guy pal, he knows it's a wrap for her. Cause Zoe's gonna wait till the last possible minute. And then she's gonna be like, she'll be like this. She's gonna be like and this. And that's you. Her her guy pal, gal pal, her alphabet pal, Zoe gone. <laughs> he tried to tell Zoe, uh Drew Abrigo says, CGA, I need to pay for a collab, LOL. They gonna love it, all right? Um, hey, it's hard for me to, it's hard for me to collab and do interviews because I be on like six days a week, twice a day, all right? Because on Sundays, my members and my money mindset group goes. So the only available day I got is Saturday, and y'all ain't getting that day. So uh, it's gonna be like me doing 10 hours of streaming if I, when I do interviews and collabs. Whatever that day is, I might have to have a junior college. Hey, if you send a junior college girl over, then we can talk. Because somebody going to have to rehab me after this. Uh, but uh, let's talk, chat about it. Shout out to you. Whatever, what every man should have. You say running away from any kind of recipe is, wait a minute. You say running away from your own kind is a recipe for success. I'm not sure what you're talking about there. Um, If you're talking about telling me, telling men to get out of the community, yes, that's a recipe for success. Not many successful people stay in the in the hood. I think that's what you're talking about there. Mm. The, the point of the hood is to get out of it. All right. It's not a place to go stay and rest. In success, you leave, period. I mean, but that goes for just about anything. You get success somewhere, wherever you got the success, you probably were not successful there. It's time to get the hell up out of there. It don't matter if that's the community or not. The point is 
You be, you achieve success. Time to move. <laughs> That's what it's time to do. Anyway, here, Sheldon Ross says, LOL. He says, coach, catching these 304s red-handed. Five years, my ass. Did I catch her? Caught her. Caught her red-ass-handed. All right. Link says, hey, coach, Mrs. Theron's mother uh, deleted her father while she was there, I believe. The trauma just from that alone on top of regular W problems hit her with the buzzer. <clears throat> guys, one more thing about suburban women that I want you guys to know. I'm, I'm, I kind of hinted at this at my roommate. They be, and this is not a negative. I mean, it's you have to do your research, though. They be in therapy early. They be in therapy early. They're in therapy early, resolving issues, legit or not. Sometimes they're seeking attention. Sometimes they're lashing out. Sometimes the parents try to parent out of a book, and they never hold their feet to the fire, and then they lash out. They hold their breath. I'm going to hold my breath. I'm going to go on a hunger strike. You know what I mean? They do these things very young. Believe me, I've coached these women, women like this for years. This is how they get through things. They rebel early against parentage. I mean, early, like at age three, two. These people, these kids, WWs, WWs rebel against parenting at two. Parents grow up with these girls never telling them no. I don't want it to be their first word. Never tell the kid no. Oh, it's going to hurt her in the future. Dude, when they turn 16, they don't get the car they want. They throw a temper tantrum. Their father tells him, what are you doing wearing that? You can't tell me what to do. They rebel early, early. And then you show up trying to keep this person in check when all she has to do is poke her lip out, cry, and she expects you to just bend over backwards. You got to do your research when you're going to the suburbs. I'm just going to let it be known at that. I've been here for years and years. This is why I don't. I'm not the guy that says BWs are worse and WWs are better. I have a preference, and that's because of just location, because location is everything. But I know what to look for. You, you got to, they will dump depression in your lap. They will dump past therapy sessions in your lap. They will dump trauma. They will dump uh, a bad drunken night episode in the college dorm in your lap. You got to be careful. Don't just think this girl who just smiling and smiling and tilting her head is just going, that's going to be it. Oh, it's a wrap and I'm going to run game on her. There's many years of stuff going on there. And you ain't going to find out unless you dig because nobody's going to tell you. Like I told you, I had a roommate who shall remain nameless who went, I won't give up too information, but she was involved in therapy as a teenager. And she was admitted to a, a therapy program in which it was in-house. In like, she was in a therapy program. I found this out after I was living with her. And guess what? Guess what? She accused one of the therapists of assaulting her or raping her. Now, this woman, I lived with her when she was around age 25. or two. She was telling me all this shit. She already... She already moved in. She looked like every white girl in America. And she had been through some ish. Went to a private school with a lot of celebrities. You talking about like Beverly Hills type 
Hollywood type, North Hollywood type ish. And she been up in there, bruh. So if whoever married her, oh man, I'm gonna tell you, she's a liberal wreck now, bruh. Liberal wreck. Single mom, all that stuff. And a big old therapy bill. She used to come in my room because I. this is how I play my roommates. I don't cross the line. It's all business with me. So the girls will try to throw me some peace leave and I'll be like, no, nope, no, 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 pay your rent. And so what ends up happening is she would come and cry. Some Chad would do her wrong. She'd come on my bed, slobbering tears. Oh, 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 oh. Try to throw me some peace leave. She'd come in there with her, you know how they wear that the spaghetti strap little thing, titties all out. You know what I mean? She came all in there, all, all slobbered over. I just don't understand. Crying on me. Get out. <laughs> They be having issues. They be having issues. So don't think they're better, man. You got to do your homework with them. Uh, Halo Strike says, give Alicia Silverstone. Uh, wait. I am a nasty. She had a little tank top. No bra. She know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Um, I always tell her, I was like, nope, I don't cross the line. Pay the rent on time. <laughs> uh. Arslan of Rumelia says basic instinct or instinct, basic instinct. Jay Prez says, coach, you want to know another washed up dish rag who is a WW Tara Reed from American Pie. It didn't take her long to hit the wall. Uh, substance abuse is another thing that you have to look out for. All right. They dabble in daddy's. This is, dude, I'm telling you, I, I went to Suburban High School. What they do is. Um, their parents go out of town and they throw a party. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They throw a party and it's all kind of all the drugs you want there, all the alcohol. They rate the parents' alcohol cabinet. They put a bowl of, bowl in the bowl of uh pills because they they'll pop any pill. They'll pop a pill on your ass. So they put a bucket of of, of her mama's Zoloft. Her mama they'll rate her mama's medicine medicine cabinet when she out of town. They'll pop all of those. They'll be hooked. Pill popping. That's how they party. So you go to parties and everybody wasted. That's why they call it white girl wasted. I mean, have you ever heard of these things? So I'm not trying to be racist. It is what it is. They they get they have access to these things and they will get these things and addictions early, early on in life. And you got to overcome all that. And also um, overcomes good. There's going to be something negative that happens from these parties. In events, they'll do this all through college, and then something happens. Oh, she was passed out by the toilet. Some, something happened to her, and she has a vague memory, and she puts it out there. Then it gets shot down because she can't prove it, and then forever she's going to say, and I wasn't a victim of a Harvey Weinstein-ish. They put themselves right up in the room, and I watched him, and he's touching himself, and he jacked off into a plant. Like, you didn't run? Nope, she stood there. So now for years. It is like, <laughs> you guys got to understand that. And they go through this really young. They go through the, well, community taught women go through stuff young too. They go through a lot of trauma young too. But their trauma gets unresolved. But Tara Reid is one of those girls. She hit the wall right, she, she was born into the wall. She hit the wall like right afterwards. Uh, but they try to un unresolve their problems. And the community type women typically don't. It goes unresolved uh, because it never gets addressed. Sebastian says, thank you for breaking my bad habit of pedestalizing snow bunnies. 
I legit feel stronger on the inside. Yeah, they get pedestalized enough. You don't have to pedestalize them. And I think sometimes it's a mistake. If you guys want to go after really suburban, not much sharks, not, not them pogs that, you know, I'm talking about like a, like uh like my man Boosie Badass said, real white girls, long-backed. If you want to go after long-backed ones, do not pedestalize them. They've already been pedestalized, and the trash, the chads have trashed them. <laughs> Most of the dudes in their lives that they've chosen have trashed them. Like they've gone through some trash sessions. Tell me I'm not lying. Tell me I'm lying. Yeah, Bootsy Bad rear end. I'll I'll show you I'll show you uh, interviews of them confirming this. Uh, let's see here, Vlad P. And so you think Tyrones are bad? Chads, Chads, had on the backwards. Uh, Limp Biscuit Chads have trashed these women. Remember the whole thing. Uh, Eminem rapped about it. So you can sit me here next to Britney Spears. Christina Aguilera better switch me chairs so I can sit next to Fred there. Uh, Chad Daly and Fred Durst. And earmark who they gave head to first. Whatever it was. So uh, whatever that dude was from the TRL and Limp Biscuit was trashing who? Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears, Carson Daly. So they could sit next to Carson Daly and Fred Durst and earmark who they gave head to first. <laughs> Dude, them dudes, them girls be getting trashed by Chads. And then you show up. White woman is God. <laughs> You're going to lose. You're going to lose, man, because they're not used to getting pedestalized. They're going to run from you. They're going to run from you. They don't want you to pedestalize them. They're going to be like, what's wrong with this guy? Most dudes trash me. <laughs> For real. They'll, some of them will be nice. They'll love it. Oh, I love the way you talk to me. You ever hear that, brothers? You talk to a girl, white girl like that. Oh, I just like the way you talk to me. You talk to me so nice. You know what it is? Because they ain't never been talked to that nice before. They either dealt with corny dudes or chads. Not much in between. Dudes that were scared of her and dudes that trashed her. And then you show up, baby, y'all, oh, you queen, you the queen. Some of them run like hell from you. And some of them be like, oh, this is all so therapeutic. Just get an old one and start talking her up. She'll think you're the best thing in the world. <laughs> all right. Somebody says, y'all seen the movie Obsessed. That is another movie you got to see. The one with Idris Elba and Beyonce. If you ever want to go the WWA, go watch the movie Obsessed. That will trick you out of your Sebastian. <clears throat> That will get out your pedestalizing of the WWE real fast. All right. Because basically they used, they used the manipulative tactics that WWs will use typically against brothers or whoever their target is. And it's the nice, innocent, um, neotenous, naive woman. Most minority women can't do this. They can't pull this off quite like this. And so the movie Obsessed shows this type of manipulation, right? And then how he tried to overcome it, and he got caught in the catch-22, all right, where he was damned if he did, damned if he didn't type of thing. 
And then typically with WWs, you get damned if you do, damned if you don't. It's a great movie. This woman right here, this, 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 this Kaylee. And so Idris Elba was in a damned if you do, damned if you don't. That's typically what you'll get into scenarios when you're dealing with these type of women. Because if you turn her down and damage her, she's going to white girl tears you. If you use her, if you use her and take advantage of it, now she got evidence that you've been ran up in her guts. I mean, <laughs> damned if you do, damned if you don't. And then they, then she gives, then she'll get the victim's narrative, be able to do all kind of bad things to you. Um, let's see here. Vlad P says, Coach, at least the Raiders didn't go out or get it like the Steelers or the Pats. The Raiders put up a fight. And he says, but as far as the Super Bowl, we will take care of it from here. Shout out to you. Uh, who are you with? Tampa Bay. Yes, you're with Tampa Bay, Vlad P. Uh, yeah, we put up a fight, and we should have won, by the way. We should have won. They cheated us. I'm going to still go down and say they cheated us. Acido Rusco says, shout out to the coach gang. My Kaylee tripping today. She, so I was like, I'm out. I'm always prepared to lose women. Yes. That's another tactic that they'll use to you. ain't going to get a white girl like me, all right? And they'll act like they can do all kind of stuff to you. You got to show them that you can get a couple of them. They'll act right. Hey, any woman will act right when you show them. <laughs> that you got other women. That is the key to getting your woman to act right. That is the key. They call it what? Competition anxiety, which is manipulation. It, it, is, it is manipulation. It is manipulation if you lead with, uh, uh, it is manipulate. It's male manipulation. But uh, in essence, they will act right if they know that there's competition, especially if there's competition that is equal to them, equal or better. They'll act right. They get that act right juice. They drink that act right juice. So if you get a girl, a, a beautiful black woman, a beautiful white woman, you got to have as equal or better options of that woman or she ain't going to act right. She's got to see that you can get equal or better at the drop of a hat. Oh, you ain't going to act right? Bam. If she don't see that, Say she's a beautiful black woman and you only have ugly black women as an option or ugly white women or white or whatever it is. She ain't going to act right. She ain't going to act right. She's got to see equal or better. And women will tell you that they will. They will more or less tell you, you ain't going to find another one like me. It is what it is. Shout out to Charles D. Curry. Uh, carry your ass to the to any fast food restaurant. Them younger women looking for all older gents. He says, they're not playing with y'all. They're going to throw it at you. You and me both. I don't see what people see here. These younger girls don't want you. Now, not every younger girl I'll go past is not throwing themselves at me. However, one of the best things about being this age that I find is that it's no problem. It's almost a layup in terms of younger women because you guys got to understand, younger women have Gen Z boys or young men to date. It's the best time. It's the best time it's ever. And not only that, there's no Pandora's box. Basically, Pandora's box is open. So anything goes. Polly, old man, young man, uh, May, December, romances, anything goes. So you can go public just with about anything. So there's no rule. There's no, there's no limits. And what Gen Z women are telling me, I want you to listen. 
they're telling me, not all of them, but enough of them, they're telling me that Gen Z boys or Gen Z young men ain't hitting on ish. So if you do want to date them, they're going to be, they're like, okay, Gen Z boys still live with mom. Gen Z boys are failure to launch. Gen Z boys are whack. Gen Z boys are not alpha. Gen Z boys are not masculine. Gen Z boys are virgins. Gen Z boys are incel. Gen Z. So now they're coming in going, we want somebody a little bit more established. Where are they going to go? Men in their late 30s and early 40s with no problem. I wouldn't go around them all looking for them. You got to find the right places to find them. You will find them. You probably could find a bunch of them at the fast food restaurant. <laughs> Popeye, Tamika at Popeye's. Somebody says stroke an ego. Yes, stroke the ego, ladies. I, You know, people look at it as they're just stroking your ego. Regardless, they know what to stroke, <laughs> okay? And they know how to get what they want from it. Women aren't dumb. Somebody said that's been the case for a while. It has always been the case, but now the lid's off. You know what I mean? Like you can, and younger women are for older men. Like I said, guys, the women your age aren't for you. When you realize that, you'll be better off with women. I want men to really be good with women. I don't want you to avoid them. I want you to know what to expect. The women in your age group aren't your women. It's the women under your age group that are your women. That's your target zone. Always remember that. Stop messing with, like, I don't mess with Gen X women. That's just not, nope, that's not my women. Y'all was y'all was at the BBD concert. Y'all was at the R. Kelly concert. Y'all was at the Nelly concert. Y'all was at the Montel Jordan concert. You know what I'm saying? That's where y'all was at. Y'all was at the NXS concert. Y'all was at the Backstreet Boys concert. You was at the NSYNC concert. You know what I'm saying? All the way up. Y'all washed now. <laughs> that's where y'all was at. I that You weren't never mine. Now you want to throw it at me, but I'm at the junior college. Y'all been hadge off on already. You know what I'm saying? Gen X women aren't for me. Take y'all Gen X asses somewhere else. Go marry up. Go marry somebody else and claim you got some success somewhere. You ain't going to marry me. Y'all done been smacked it up, flipped it, rub it down. Oh, no. Yep, that was at the Poison and the Guns N' Roses concert. Yep, they was at the Poison and Guns N' Roses concert. Talk about every rose has its thorn. <laughs> what is it? Every rose has its thorn. <laughs> is that what it is? Every thorn has its rose. What is it called? I tried to. That was impromptu. Every rose has its, what is it called? Every rose has its thorn. That don't sound right. Every rose. That is. It is right. I knew I had it right. Every rose has its thorn. <laughs> That was it. I had it. I'm a universal brother. Talk about white wedding and all that stuff. Yeah, y'all was out there hair band flipping. They was out there at the Metallica concert in the mosh pit. We done. You not for me, man. Shout out to Poison. By the way, one of my neighbors, one of my at my kid's school, one of the one of the uh band members. One of the good fathers that I kicked it with um, was from Poison. Um, you guys know the drummer from Poison. I do why his name it slips my mind, but uh, my our kids used to kick it together, and uh, for a minute. And uh, hold on for a second. Uh, CC Deville was he not the drummer or was he was a guitarist? Anyway, yo, he's a guitarist. I have pictures of me. Yeah, me and CC 
our kids went to school together, elementary school. And so we would do fundraisers together and CeCe would come in. CeCe crazy as hell, bro. So CeCe DeVille was the guitarist in Poison. Not the one-hour drummer, not the drummer from Def Leppard. We talking about the guitar. I meant, I meant, to, I meant to say the guitarist, but CeCe DeVille, CeCe is crazy to this day. So good dude, though, too. Anyway, enough about all that. Where are we at? See, uh, my man Eugene Morgan says, as far as being a YouTuber, you got to know something that other people want to know. You can't just start a channel talking yip yap. Uh, this is true too. You gotta, you gotta definitely, like, you know what I mean. Like, but I always encourage people to start producing content and then find your voice, find your lane, find your lane. But you gotta be like, you know what I mean. You gotta take a risk. Take a slight risk. Eugene says, I'm drunk. Love you, coach. Appreciate you, man. Uh, Official Contra says, I'll pay you for a membership someday soon. I enjoy this content in the chat room. We here, we're here to have fun, man. We're here to have fun and learn a little bit. This is edutainment. Martial arts oriental medicine says, thank you, coach. Kind of new to these channels. Gen X 47. Been binging on your channel. Saw the one about medicine abuse and psychological illness very true much mental sickness these days god bless you shout out to you um i'm glad people find certain videos i'm always interested but i'm giving you stuff and information not to put down women right i don't I, i'm not, ladies i like you you know what i mean i like you at a distance you know what i mean i like you in short spurts i'm not gonna be in love with you i'm not enamored by you i'm enamored if you're in my bed you know what I'm saying? But other than that, it's like, all right, I'm going to try to get you in there. And if it's too much work, I'll let you go the other way. I ain't trying to do excess of work. But in essence, I try to warn men what to look out for. That's all. And when I tell them a the truth, don't. it's not that I'm trying to bring you down. I'm just trying to warn men to what to look out for. Because sometimes they get their judgment clouded. So I'm like, look, man, look at this mental illness thing. Look at this psychological illness. A lot of people are being affected by it. Not only that. During these last two years with this C-19 and the lockdown and the quarantines, people are going through some very serious long-term mental illness and drug abuse and alcohol abuse and domestic violence. It's probably going to escalate big time in the next 10 years you're going to hear about a lot more people depressed, stressed, anxious, anxiety, uh pill popping, drug abuse, and alcohol abuse, sexual abuse. Young kids right now are being sexually abused during these last two years at home with God knows who type of caregivers. You know what I mean? And so now these are somebody's future girlfriends and wives. So pay attention, man. Pay attention. Now, one thing I'm going to tell you, if you don't see it, don't mean it's not happening. Trust me, there's things that you don't know is happening in this world because you don't look at it. A lot of us are afraid to look at the reality of what's going on. Some of us don't search for these things. Guys, there is some ungodly things going on, not in your neighborhood, but it's happening. Look what's happening in Los Angeles. It's in a full-scale breakdown. They're, they're, they're robbing, they're robbing uh, delivery trains. They're robbing trains. All right, let me see how far I am. They're robbing delivery trains and then they get arrested 
And because Los Angeles had prepared for this by not arresting criminals, letting them bail out with very much no cash bails, they're going back out in the street, tearing stuff up. Los Angeles trains being robbed. And you don't see it. Oh, everything's fine. Everything's good because your neighborhood's good. But guys, it's going, it's, it's collapsing around us. I'm, I'm not doomsdaying here. The system is collapsing around us. And it's starting in these blue. Uh, let's see here. What did I put the clip? Oh, there it is. It's starting in these blue meccas. Look at this. They're robbing. If you haven't got a pet, if you haven't got a package, it's because in Los Angeles, look at it, January 14, 2022. They're 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 robbing and looting the delivery system. And this is happening in every major city. And the news don't show it, barely shows it. Look at, they're rifling through your packages. Amazon, there's Amazon Prime. Look at what's going on, man. Guys, this is happening in mega cities. It's falling apart. So when I tell you these stories about Venezuela 2.0, and you're like, I live in the suburbs, or I live in some city here in Dallas. It's not happening here. Guys, the women that live in these areas are selling peace leave to men on seeking arrangements. Trust me. This is the breakdown. And if it reaches the city near you, what's going to happen? It's going to be a full-scale collapse. So in essence, we're in a collapse right now. This is a collapse. You cannot call it we're not in a collapse. We're in the collapse. All right, you just don't see it in your neighborhood yet. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Look at this, bro. You see that? This is a major city, and this is what's going on. But but you don't see it, um, and then you come to my show. What are you talking about? Collapse. What are you talking about selling peace leave? What are you talking about the food shelves are low? Remember I kept saying the food shelves are kind of thin? No, not so much. <laughs> the food shelves are low. There's not as much food as you think there is. There's a supply chain issue, and there's been a supply chain issue going back to September and October. Okay, things are being delayed. Remember those ships I showed you on Instagram. If you follow me, those ships are out sitting there still, 30 of them, waiting to dock to unload the shipment. Every store you go in, every every store you go in, there's less and less on the shelf. And they're doing that intentionally so you don't panic. And I don't want you to panic, but I want you to prepare. It's going down. All right, so... I would start preparing for this. And I think somebody says, yep, coach, you called it forever ago. He says, I was in Target today and couldn't believe how bare the shelves were. And somebody's going to say, well, not in my neighborhood. Just wait, dude, just wait. Let's go. And they don't want it to be overnight. If it was overnight and you went in there, guess what? People will panic. So they put push food products to the front. There's nothing behind it. There's gaps all over the place. Okay, and it's starting in these blue cities. So you better you better get some prepared going on. We're gonna experience these long-term effects for years. Uh anyway. And guys, the women in these communities are selling it right now, slanging it. You could go to Los Angeles, put up your secret arrangement account, pull up Los Angeles, Latino girls, black girls, slanging it slanging that thing around there because they live here they live in this mess 
San Francisco, Washington, D.C., Miami, Chicago. Uh, last couple, man, and we're going to get out of here. Slum Down says another home run show. Did we lie in here? I was going to put, put a poll in here. Did I tell any lies? All right, we'll let the uh, people, the quiet people, watch us. All right, there's your poll. Just so we get it here, we can see, you can answer the poll. Shout out to Slump Down. One White Pony says, hey, coach, this is a theory. See what you think. Is Karen epidemic a side effect of what we talk about in this space? Karen epidemic. It could be. Um, It could be. I think uh, Tom, sometimes the, um, I think the Karen thing is all, they're going to get you for a racial stereotype there with the Karen thing. But the Karen is always, I'm going to just say the stereotype of the Karen has always been in existence. It is how societies have been able to regulate the tattletaling, the tattletaling, the I'm going to call the police to stay off my lawn, the you can't do that, the I know the rules you don't woman has always been there. It is how civilization has been able to um, get intel. So, yes, the Karen, I don't know if it's a side effect of, yeah, it's a side effect of aging and all that stuff, yeah. Of, you know, they always say, you know, a woman that is doing that, she's needing it. Her husband isn't giving it to her. She's missing that part in her life. And rightly so, because she probably doesn't give her husband access to that. And so she might have some pent up frustration and she's taking it out on the world by being the tattletale and then the school marm and the hall monitor. But that's always been her role. She is the she is the um, she is the tattletale. Uh, Abel returns to Eden, stick to Latinas or Asians. He says, WWs will never accept you, whatever their age, simply due to their relation, uh, relative advance in the U.S. He says, go where you are treated best, gentlemen, but first get that vasectomy. I do re- I do encourage men to travel, really, um, to really get a full idea of what they're looking for. You know what I mean? Don't just limit your experiences to Cincinnati or Columbus, Ohio. Get out, man, and date across the board. Uh, you get you got to learn by experience of hitting your head. Don't just take the red pill and go monk and you don't have any experience. You guys got to have the experience because at some point you'll get caught slipping and uh, somebody will suck your seed right through their gullet and you'll be like, I'll marry you now. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you got to let a couple don't go with the first woman that swallow your kids. You know what I mean? That's this is advice I give to my young guys. Don't go with the first woman that swallow your kids. All right. Let a couple of women swallow your kids and then you can measure from there. You know what I mean? It ain't just something. But the first time somebody mm, gump your kids down, you'd be like. You'll be in love right back to the plantation. All right. Let a couple take a couple of seed droplings. Alex E. Shout out to you. Says the KO. We won today, man. Mehmet the second says, men get ready to get drafted to fight Rusha. Everybody's on watch right now to see what Russia's going to do with the Ukraine. They're watching like a hawk. And um, if you're between the ages of 18 and 26, I believe Selective Services could draft that ass. (laughs) All right. I don't think there'll be a draft. Um, but, uh, I don't think we'll get to that point. Let me see. Uh, what is the age for selective services? Uh, 18 to 25. 
Yeah, they're watching, man. Uh, Russia's on the watch. Russia's on the clock. Uh, as soon as they invade Ukraine, it's, it's going to be a full scale. We, uh, Joe Biden, if he's the president during this time, which he probably will if Russia does make a move, will have to intervene. And once we do, World War Three. Okay, I mean, there's that's going to be the World War Three. I mean, because then China has to make a move. What is China going to do? They're going to sit off to the side and watch? Probably not. They're going to have to choose a side. They're probably going to choose the Russian side. I mean, I'm just assuming. I'm just assuming. Or they'll be allies. They'll be, you know, everybody is an ally. You have to ally with somebody. China probably not going to ally with the United States. I don't know. I, I really don't know. But that's going to be the straw that breaks the camel's back in terms of any possibility of a World War III. Um, somebody says nothing's nothing's going to happen. Yeah, if, if they don't, if, if they don't encroach, then we're good. <laughs> I mean, that, but that's the only hot spot we know about right now. Uh, unless something else happens that we don't know about. Anyway, last one, Bakari Leary says today in Georgia news is that there is an experimental study to pay. Oh, that's not new. That's old. Uh, there, the payout for 850 a month to 304 is in the section eight. That's yeah, that's old news, but uh, yeah, we discussed that before. It is something that, um, is indicative and it's a social experiment if you don't realize that another experiment that the community is going to go through that is going to cause probably some carnage and damage if they implement that and then it'll cost 60 70 years of full degradation of the community once again and then everybody will try to figure it out without calling out the real source of the problem you know what i mean everybody's going to finger point these men need to get it together wait i wasn't taking welfare handouts and i wasn't taking 850 and i wasn't taking 10 billion from goldman sachs and i wasn't then getting uh, early terminations of pregnancy at the clip of 60 million since 1973. I wasn't, you know what I mean? It, it's a mess. It's a mess. And that's why community probably is in disrepair for a long time. And they're using these experimental studies, social experiments, social engineering experiments to full break down that community. It, it's no possibility for it to ever come back. I'm, I'm sorry. I, for the black people that are hopeful for the community, it ain't ever going to happen uh, because you have always have that outside force that is able to entice one side, divide, and make it difficult, make the relationships di difficult, right? Make it difficult. It is what it is. You know what I mean? Y'all can be hopeful all you want, but this is the reality. Uh, let's see here. Iran attacks Israel. Pakistan attacks India. They're setting up the chessboard. We'll see, man. I'm just uh, here along for the ride, man. Shout out to you. We're going to get out of here. I'm going to feed my dog. I think I fed her all. She gonna get double meal, Big Mac tonight for uh, Nova. Shout out to the coach gang, and uh, this was a great episode. Hopefully, nobody got their feelings hurt today. We just told the truth. We out of here.